right, it is Tuesday. You know what that means. It's Show Me The Money Club live Tuesday, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. And you can catch us here on YouTube, Facebook, Rumble, Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it, and uh, also LinkedIn. And uh, as well, if you are watching the replay, we have an audio version of the podcast available on all major podcasting platforms. Uh, before we even want to get going, uh, we want to say uh, thanks, Chuck, for becoming a member. Appreciate that. I uh, saw that in the uh, chat just before we started, so appreciate that. Um, Sergio, how you doing today? Bienvenidos. I'm doing great. <laughs> Hola. Hola. Uh, how do you say? Hola, Bienvenidos, señoritas and señoras a la canal de Racher Guy. We have a Hispanic uh, channel now. We have a Spanish channel now. I was the first subscriber today, bro. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, for those who speak Spanish... Uh, we want to uh, incorporate a little bit more, um, especially with so many Spanish-speaking drivers that are out there. Uh, the Rideshare Guy in Espanol is now live, so if you want to check that out, link is in the description. Uh, so if you are a Spanish-speaking driver or your language is primarily Spanish, uh, then the content there will be sufficient for you. So uh, make sure you head over there and check that out. Not only that, we have a couple other announcements um, to go through. I know you love the newsletter, so I'm going to let you handle that one. Yes, I love the newsletter. Um, first week of March, I'm dropping the Boston Driver um, behind the wheel with $200,000 uh, in uh, earnings and three, four years in a row. I think my life is about to fly, but it's okay. Um, so um, please, www.therideshareguy.com free f-r-e-e -E. free is good these days you guys will see my earnings on lyft <laughs> definitely free are we giving my money today whatever i made this weekend yep. yeah we are oh yep. god damn anyway um so yeah We're please go so, oh, yeah thanks please go sign up great articles by me jay tyler paula um you know i know most of you like watching things but this is really really good information so um do us a favor, please go sign up. Free newsletter. Yep. Uh, link is in the description as well, too, if you want to sign up for that. Um, and one of the nice things, too, is there's a lot more in-depthness on those articles versus something that you can get within a video. Um, sometimes there is not the same type of overlap uh, when it comes to a full article or within the newsletter itself. Um, so that is one thing to talk about when it comes to signing up for that. Um, there's a lot of great content in there, a lot more like I said, extra when it comes to um, the articles that are written. Um, so you want to make sure you do take advantage of that by signing up for the newsletter. Not only that, uh, we did say thank you for our member that joined earlier, uh, Chuck. We do appreciate that. And if you'd like to become a member and support the channel, you can. We have a couple of different tiers with okay, some different benefits. Um, and one of the benefits that's coming up is uh, we are doing our members-only live stream this Thursday. It's going to be at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. Uh, again, that is going to be on Thursday, this Thursday, the 29th, which is leap day uh, for the leap year. So make sure you are signed up for that. Uh, we're going to have some uh, good conversations there, a little off the cuff, a little members only. Um, so it's going to be enjoyable there. And also, uh, we have Crossfire coming up, which uh, members are going to have a special members only segment between Harry and uh, Sergio on that. So that will not be released to the public. Uh, that is going to be a members only. So again, if you'd like some extra added content, uh, please join as a member. 
and you will get some extra added content there. Uh, not only that, uh, again, I'm going to be in Chicago this weekend. I've already talked to a few Chicago drivers. We're going to try to do a meetup. Uh, so if you are in the Chicago area and want to do a meetup, uh, shoot me an email, chris at the rideshareguy.com. Again, chris at the rideshareguy.com. Uh, we're kind of in the preliminary stages. I wanted to see who was uh, the person or the people who wanted to get together. So we do have a few people. Uh, we're going to get together, hang out, see how the Chicago market is, try to do our tests and uh, see what's going on there. So um, we do appreciate that. Anything else more uh, we want to announce, Serge? Um, no, I will announce uh, I'll be in Oakland, San Francisco area in the middle of March. We'll announce that later, um, except that I'm freezing a lot. So I may have to go out, come back in so you can deal with uh, our guest. Okay, no worries. We're going to do a rundown and uh, then we have our guest Levi coming on. For those who don't know, uh, Levi is got the YouTube channel. I'll t or tip you in the app. Um, famous quotes given by many, many passengers that we've all heard. Uh, so he's got a great YouTube channel. He's going to come on in just a few moments after we do the rundown, talking about these uh, earning statements and breaking them down, some of the issues there and what's going on. And it's going to help you guys with your information, especially since tax time is coming up. It's just good yeah. to know that information. Uh, big, big uh, thing, though, is it's not tax advice. If you yeah. want uh, tax advice, or anything like that, consult a CPA or tax advisor. Um, they're going to give you the best information and you can get your advice there. This is just more education. This is more for earnings. Uh, this is more to just educate yourself and know what's going on. Yeah. I mean, uh, so Levi you know, will be coming on in just a moment. Um, after Levi is off, we're going to be talking about uh, how Sergio drove this weekend uh, for Lyft and what his results were with the 70 30 split, um, mm -hmm. sort of. And uh, then we're going to be talking about Lyft shaving, a spreadsheet that was broken down. Uh, we're going to be talking about Uber is changing the weekend quests. Why? Um, the Uber CEO also says that they took drivers for granted. We're going to be talking about that. Uh, also, again, we're going to be rehitting the DoorDash, Uber Eats, and all delivery companies got to stop fake accounts. What's going on there? Um, also, is pulling out of two major markets. Uh, Uber drivers are scamming passengers for tips. We're going to be talking that about that and breaking it down uh, and what not to do. Uh, we're also going to be going with some facts and funnies and all of that good stuff. So we got a great show for you lined up. Um, Sergio, if you got to take a break or anything like that, uh, by all means, you can come right back in. No, not really. You were a little bit, but just in case um, you do. And maybe and, that uh, box that popped up, the Google Chrome BS box or whatever. I don't know. That, that is true. Google, we did up apparently update on the new Google Chrome and, you know, I don't know what happened, but they changed everything. Google sucks for that. They also lost $90 billion this, uh, in one day. Uh, good job. Good job, Gemini. Um, so, uh, um, you know, you mentioned the Levi showing up. Okay. So it's basically yep. informational. He's going to show his own, you know, 1099s and all that. You guys will see that. But on the 12th, I'm trying to get an actual tax CPA accountant on the show. So we can do like a QA and you guys can ask. It'll be on March 12th. Okay. So tune in for that. We will let you guys know, but that would be really great help. So like we said, this is not tax advice today, but on the 12th of March, we may have a gentleman who can help you guys with your questions about taxes and all that good stuff. So, yep. all right. And with that being said, let's bring Levi on. Levi, how you doing? Thank you for coming on. 
Hola, um, but that's oh, the only Spanish I know. <laughs> Hola, Mr. King of Short Trips, right here. Yeah, I tell you what, if I see $4, man, I'm all over that sucker. And uh, it <laughs> is what it is. But Somebody's okay, so take a, it. you know, Levi and I, we did our behind the wheel a while ago, maybe almost a year ago. Uh, he's on the channel, and that he's back. And I trust Levi with numbers more than I trust myself. <laughs> so, who and better than, a lot? Yeah, I'll tell you. Okay, so who better than telling our audience now and 10,000 later, um, how to read your 1099s? how to match it, how to consolidate everything. Again, it's not tax advice. But before we get into that, Levi has a wonderful channel called um, Tip You in the App, which we all hear how many times a day and we never get tipped, but he can talk about his channel. Also, sometimes on Mondays, personally myself, like yesterday I was on for a couple hours, they have an amazing driver group spaces on X on Twitter. It's called um, Drivers Coast to Coast. And you guys can go subscribe to that. It's not, a, it's free, obviously. It's on X. They, they run this live stream-ish kind of a thing called Spaces. Um, amazing drivers, top drivers in their own cities, great tips and tricks, their stories of the week, and great stuff. So, you know, I'm on there once in a while. Please join us uh, on Mondays. Check them out called Drivers Coast to Coast. So with that said, Levi, introduce yourself. Hey guys. Uh, yeah. So my name is Levi. Uh, before I was an Uber driver, I spent uh, about 20 some odd years as an accountant and as an economist. I have two graduate degrees, um, both in an MBA and in public administration. So I know numbers and I love spreadsheets. And I've been driving for Uber for just about, actually just at my four year mark. So I've been doing this uh, about 20 to 40 hours a week, uh, not quite full time, but pretty substantive. And um, so I got my 1099s, just like everybody else. And I started looking at them and uh, my tax summary statement. And I'll be honest, none of it made any sense. So um, you and I talked, Sergio, and I thought I'd just kind of dive into the numbers and see if I can explain things. And that's where we're at today. I think Sergio might have froze. <laughs> oh, Sergio froze. <laughs> See, yeah. he, he, I scared him away with all the, uh, <laughs> the numbers talk and stuff like that. So, um, you know, Chris, we have a quick slideshow. I'll kind of run through yep. that if you want. And Yeah, let um, me know um, when you want to forward to the next slide, and we'll go from there. And Sergio, if, you, if you're there, uh, come back in. So <laughs> we're going to pull you out for the time being, but uh, uh, come back in a little bit. All right. So I'm going to tell you two things in the slideshow. Number one, what you need to know for your taxes. I'll just explain the forms. Um, and then uh, number two thing is I'll, I'll kind of show you some of the data that I found. And this is going to be a much bigger expose in the future. I can't explain everything because what I found is crazy. You need to stick around and wait for it. Uh, so let's go to the next slide. All right. So what you need to know. Next slide. Okay. There are three forms that we're going to get from Uber and you're going to get three forms from Lyft. Now, I didn't drive very much for Lyft last year. I only did, I think, 100 rides or something like that. So um, I didn't get a 1099 from Lyft. So I'm only going to talk about Uber, but the data is still the same. And what you're going to get is a tax summary. And that's the document you're going to see over there on the left. And that's going to talk about the number of drives you've done and how many your online miles. Uh, but the crazy number that we're all going to look at is it says, hey, Levi, your gross payments were $54,000. And there's no way... 
I made $54,000, all right? The number mm -hmm. on the right, the third number is the $33,000. Uh, let's see if I'm looking at correctly, at $32,000. And that's actually was pretty close to what was deposited into my bank account from Uber. So that number in the middle are, are tax deductions. And um, oh, you skipped a couple of slides there. I don't know how that happened, but hold on. <laughs> okay, yeah. I think Sergio's playing the... around in the back end. Sergio, we're going to ban you. Go to the next slide. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Next one. There you go. So let's explain the tax summary just real quickly. Um, it's going to show the number of uh, trips that you've done, how many online miles. And then it's also going to show you how much the passengers paid for the most part. That's the 55000 There's some not accurate numbers in there, but that's that. And then the 32000 is what was deposited into my account the $22,000 in the middle, that's the most critical thing. That's the deductions, the taxes, airport fees, um, booking fees, whatever it may be, uh, what Uber even paid itself on our behalf. And that's the $22,000. So that's itemized in what's called a table one on the second page of the 2023 tax summary that you're going to get from Uber. And it's going to break each one of those down. So what you're going to report, if you go to the next slide. Oh, let's go to the next slide. Let's go to the next one. Yeah, let's skip around. There you go. So you're going to get two 1099s. And these two 1099s are what you're going to actually submit to the IRS. One's for 43000 and one for me was 10000 And that sums up to that $54,000, know, give or take. Now, this is really interesting. Why are there two 1099s? And number one... The $43,000 basically represents all of what the passengers paid. The $10,000 is my bonuses, promotions, and my tips. The best I can tell, the reason why they break them up into two different transactions or two different um, 1099s is because they're two different transactions. If you think about it, right, Chris, when we do our Uber trips, the passenger pays the $20 for the Uber. Um, we get in the car, we take them you know, somewhere. And then if they tip us, that's a second transaction. Same thing is true with our bonuses, our quests. Those are a separate transaction. So again, we're dealing with the IRS. We're dealing with Uber, two really cluster whatever uh, of organizations. And that's why they are broken up this way. Um, and uh, I think if you go to the next slide, I even break down how I'll do my taxes here. So the gross payment that you're going to get from Uber, the, the combination of the two 1099s, that's going to be reported as your income. And it's really important here because that is what Uber is telling the IRS they paid you. Now, you and I both know we didn't make that money, but that's what they're telling the IRS. The expenses and fees and taxes if you break them out, you're going to break them out and itemize those as deductions in your taxes. And then that should give you the remaining amount, which is that 32357 that I had. And from there, that $32,000, I'll continue with my deductions. So like I'm going to claim mm -hmm. my mileage, my cell phone, uh, Sirius XM, et cetera, whatever else is going to be your taxes. Um, Chris, is that a pretty comprehensive? Um, I didn't see any questions in the chat yet, but does that make sense so far? Yeah, so far. I mean, at least from my my end, um, I'm, I've been doing this for a little while, though. So I'm sure if people in the chat have any questions, um, put it in the questions and we'll get back or I'm sorry, put it in the comments and then we'll get to them. 
Yeah, for sure. And just so you know, Chris, um, on my uh, website, I'll release a, a more detailed explanation so people can go take a look at that. Um, but the really interesting thing wasn't really this breakdown, because I think in the long run, if anybody's going to hire a tax expert or anybody else, they're going to get this solved by their, their CPA. Let's go yep. to the next one. Let's go to the next slide. Here's what I learned. Now, again, I'm a data guy. And um, okay, what you're looking at, this table on the right-hand side, that's I actually went through every single one of my weekly statements. If you've gone into Uber and, and you've signed in and downloaded your weekly statements, I, I actually added up every single weekly statement. And what Uber said I earned in the weekly statements was $32,070. Um, but you remember in the taxes, they said... I earned thirty two thousand three fifty seven. So mm, right off the bat, fuzzy math. it's fuzzy math, right? It, that didn't make sense. So um, that that didn't make any sense. So I thought maybe I'd just look at one month. So go to the month of January. Go to the next slide, and I compared my January monthly statement because you can download them by the month, and I compared it to my weekly statements. And the numbers didn't quite add up. It was actually really complex. Um, I was trying to get everything to balance to the penny, and I was off by about $40, and I couldn't find it. Um, if you go to the next slide, it just shows you kind of what my numbers look like. Uh, again, on my website, I'll dive through these more in depth. But I'm going to blow your mind here, Sergio and Chris and everybody else. Go to the next slide. Uber, in their monthly statement, said, I did 307 trips. But in their weekly statements, it totaled out to 303. It didn't make any mm. sense. So the numbers, my I was off by $46, but they didn't have the trips right. So I tried to find one more month where I had a clean month. And I was like, let, let me just see if I can make any sense of this. If you go to the, the next slide, um, I looked at the month of April. And then I looked in the app on my phone and I just tried to track everything. The month of April was great because I basically had a clean month where the weeks actually totaled up correctly. If you look on the left, it says I completed 192 trips, right? Now, yep. Sergio, what is yep. 70 plus 70 plus 76? 216. <laughs> 216. <laughs> so in the app, it's telling me I did 216 trips. On their tax summary, they said I did 192 trips. Mm. Okay. So I'll summarize all this um, well, on the next slide. Um, well, go ahead. You know what? Actually, I, I could probably figure out the discrepancy right here is because the months don't technically line up. So when they're doing your tax breakdown by month, what they do is it's from April 1 to April 30. And if you look at, say, like, um, you know, April 24th to May 1st, that can actually go to the next month because of the way the, the way it's reporting. Um, it's like the it's it's kind of like when you do the new year. So if you get you get paid usually that last week on the first week of the year. So it, it doesn't qualify for 20 like the, the previous years. It qualifies for the next years because you actually get paid on the day of the next year. So that could be where the discrepancy lies. So if you went through, but yeah. the only thing is it shouldn't be 20 something trips that are uh, not showing up there unless you did a really good day and you had like 20 something trips for that day, particular day or something. Yeah, but, but um, Levi does like 50 a day. I do so, like 50 um, in a day, but oh, there but you go. Yeah, if, 
Yeah, well, if you take a look, so maybe what you're saying, Chris, is potentially that um, 462, if you look in the very middle, it says March 27th through April 3rd, there's $462 that I earned. That 31st is actually reporting in the month of April is probably what you're thinking, even though yeah. I drove it on the 31st. Yeah, it could be. March, it's showing in that. That's fair. Yeah, because, and, and that, because you got to remember what they, even though you could get, cashed out that day because of express or something um or, or the quick cash out the thing is you're still going to get that weekly so the weekly yeah. doesn't end until monday at four or at 359 a.m so um even if it's a couple of days difference that could qualify where it would be into the next month so um you could see the couple of discrepancies that may be something where you could probably look at the numbers and see if they do total up that way but the biggest thing is it should be if you're looking yearly to yearly again you you might have like a few trips because if you do the 31st first you know in that time it might might go off or where it is in the week um i'm not sure completely um i mean this is something that maybe we might have to reach out to uber or lyft and see if that's the case um on the reporting but yeah that that could be where the discrepancy does lie um so that might be something if, if you look into and see, um, that might actually explain it. That, yeah, that makes I mean, total sense. Point. Go ahead, Sergio. Yeah. No, that, no, that's a good point. Um, I mean, obviously I missed like five minutes of it. My Google thing crashed. Uh, so I took my virtual back screen down. Supposedly there's a bug Google is fixing it. So if you guys are running this kind of show, don't put your screen up. Um, I have a question for you. Um, Levi. um, so I have the 1099s and uh, yearly um, statements of this Boston driver that I'm doing did the behind the wheel with the highest earning driver in the country, according to what I know so far. Um, when I looked at his 1099s, right, um, Uber in numbers and his yearly summary, the numbers for 1099K and the 1099NEC matched. And the other thing that that wasn't there is that you know, it shows paid transaction count, right? This guy was doing like 7,700 trips a year. And um, those also matched. So on yours, did they match the 1099s dollars and the trip count to your uh, summaries? Yes. If you go back up to, I think, the uh, the third slide, Chris, um, those numbers matched. So okay. um, the, the completed trips were basically there. Um, they were off by just a couple. And Chris, that could be like you're talking about the New Year's yeah. type of thing. Um, yeah. But... My overall point isn't to necessarily accuse Uber of fraud or that they're making oh, no, no. errors here. I think yeah. my total point here is it's really freaking complex. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. it's absurdly mm -hmm. complex to try to dive through and make all of these numbers add up. Um, it, so if you try to use your weekly statements, they don't add up to your monthly statements a lot of the time. If you look in your app and try to look and compare it to your weekly statements, the numbers just don't balance. And And no matter what I tried, I couldn't get the numbers to balance. And it was just really frustrating because I felt like overall the $32,000 that they're saying was my net payout was basically about right. It may have been a couple yeah. hundred dollars off from what I thought I had. So I do feel confident and enough uh, to file my taxes, right? I don't feel yeah. like it's 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 a it's totally an error and it's totally screwed up. Well, for, a guy like you, right? for a guy like you, yeah. that's a stickler for these things. This must be maddening, right? <laughs> Right. And, and, and I think my, you know, the overall point, you know, would be like, 
why is it so freaking complicated? It, it makes no yeah. sense for it to be so complicated. It think you'd think it would be easier um, for other people to do. And if, if I have 20 years of experience and I know spreadsheets and and I love to dive into the data, I should be able to make it balance and I'm not able to do it. So um, I've actually hired and brought on a CPA. So I'm going to have the CPA go through it with me and maybe I can get it to balance and I'll do a follow-up kind of expose. Did it really balance or was it really fraud or something like that? I had an amazing, like actually wonderful email this week, um, last week actually, um, from a driver who pointed this out. And in fact, we talked about this yesterday on Coast to Coast, right? Um, do you think the dollar numbers are matching? Remember we talked about how sometimes, you know, the riders have a discount, right? That's right. And so is Uber um, on our 1099s or the yearly summary not considering that discount and putting the higher number in, that's why our numbers are kind of skewed. You think that would be a possibility? I think it is. And that's, that's, we talked about it last night and I was unable to accurately track that data to give you a definitive answer here. Yeah. But basically um, I had 500, it showed me 577 something dollars of yeah. Uber passenger discounts in my, yeah. my forms. But if I were to take that number out, it changed. It definitely changed the numbers. But because I couldn't get it to balance, I didn't know exactly the way they're accounting for it. Yeah. You know, a good example, Sergio, is sometimes you know how they have our number in the weekly yeah. statements is a negative number. Yeah. And other numbers are positive. You're trying to get it all to balance. So when you look at a weekly statement in and of itself, it, it works. Or if you look at any one of these documents by themselves, it works. It's when you try to compare any of the documents you don't know how they applied it because they use different terms and because one number is a positive in one form, but that same number could be shown as a, a negative in another form. Yeah. I, I just couldn't get it to balance. So no, I, I mean, no, yeah. you, you, if you couldn't imagine us, right. So uh, right. to me, it's like, yeah, for a simple business, as we always say on the channel, you know, it's such a simple thing, drop, pick up point A, drop off point B. Why does everything have to be so complicated on their end? Right. And even the reporting part of it. But um, the other thing that uh, I wanted to quickly talk to you about is, um, I don't know if you guys did already, so if I'm repeating, then we'll pass. Um, once you um, do your taxes, right, you're going to obviously, you, I know you. we talked about your spreadsheets and all that wonderful stuff before about your cost per mile, right? Yeah. And um, you know your cost per mile down to the penny. Right. Correct. So how was, let's say, 2023 for you? What was what were your numbers like? Were they decent? Did you make same amount of money as you did the year before? How did that work out for you? Um, yeah, I'm looking at my spreadsheet right here. You know that you I didn't know what you were going to ask me exactly. So I had all of my numbers and uh, one quick note to all of your listeners. I share all of my data so you can look at every single one of my weeks and every single one of my data points. But uh, let's say my um, cost per mile is what you wanted to know. Let's say cost yeah. per mile. Well, I know you switched um, cars towards the end of the year, but you know. That's right. So um, my cost per mile in uh, 2020 was 27 cents. In 2021, it was 28 cents. Um, 2022 is 27 cents. And in 2023, is 29 cents. However, this year I switched switch to the Tesla and my cost per mile is 37 cents. Cost 37. per mile switching to the Tesla. Is that because um, the of depreciation? The depreciation, yeah. My depreciation went from about 10 cents a mile to 14 cents per mile. The second thing is I didn't get my home charger installed quickly. Yeah. And so um, my um, my 
char supercharging just costs a lot of money. Yeah. Um, however, the last few weeks I've been getting closer down to about 30 cents cost per mile um, right. with the Tesla. Um, Can you give it, us like a quick synopsis of how you come up with your numbers? The, yeah. Um, you know, because look, audience now watching later, please listen to this man. This man knows the Bible of how to figure out fixed costs, variable costs, all this stuff. So give us a, like a quick summary of how you come up with your numbers, because that's the only way you're going to know if that's a profitable trip that you're looking at on the ping screen. If you know, if you don't know your cost per mile, how do you, how do you guys drive? Right. All right. So. Right. How yeah. do you do it? So I break it down into three parts, my cost per mile. Part number one is fuel. And for most people with a with a with a regular car, it's pretty easy, right? You can just track how many miles you drove, you know your miles per gallon, how much did you pay for fuel? And that would give you a pretty simple cost per mile. For electric cars, it's a little bit more complex because it depends on where you charge and how you charge, et cetera. But it's for the most part, you get your fuel cost per mile. The maintenance cost per mile is actually an estimate. It's not my actual maintenance cost per mile. What I do is I figure out, well, how much do tires cost? How much uh, do oil changes cost? How much do brake changes? And how many miles do I change those things out? And then I can break those down, each one of those down to the penny for the most part. And then I can then add that back in as a cost per mile. Um, and then the final thing, and I think the most important thing that very few people track is their depreciation per mile. Now, depreciation, again, it's just an estimate because I don't actually know what my depreciation is on the car until I sell it, right, or right. get rid of the vehicle. Um, there's a couple of ways to depreciate a car, Sergio. Um, the first way that most people think about is, is like, hey, I bought this car and immediately I take it off the lot. It depreciates a couple thousand dollars. I don't do it that way. I just straight line to the depreciation. Right. It's a, actually a pretty simple formula, and I've got all those calculators on my website. But the way I depreciate a car is I go, okay, I bought a car for 30,000 and let's say I have zero miles on it. And then I'm going to drive 300,000 miles on that car. And then I could just take that and at the end of the 300,000 miles, let's say it's worth zero. Then yeah. I can take that formula, right. And just say, okay, it's 10 cents per mile. Cause I'm going to get, yeah. you know, for, and it's pretty simple. The Tesla, because I'm kind of new to it, I'm still not really sure. I've been depreciating it at 14 cents a mile. I think the you're reason too high why I, I think I am a little bit too high on that, yeah. but I'm concerned because I've heard crazy costs about the battery. But yeah. let me tell you why I track it this way. And this is the most important thing. The reason why I track my depreciation is so when Uber pays me, let's say Uber pays me a thousand dollars, but I know my costs for that week. Um, I keep that money in a bank account and then I only pay myself absent my cost. So let's say my costs were $200. So I only take $800 out to pay myself and I keep that $200 in that account to pay for my fuel to when I need the breaks done. I have money in a savings account. And if I want to then either A, make an extra payment on my vehicle, or if I want to use that money and save it up for a down payment on the next vehicle, I'm I'm, a, I'm accounting for and accumulating all of my depreciation. Because you and I both know what a lot of drivers do is they cash out everything. They put it in their personal yep. bank account. And then when something happens, they don't have any money set aside. So I have... Yeah, I have a lot of money set aside. I have enough to cover, you know, the uh, deductible. There's a $2,500 deductible. And um, yeah, if I ever have any kind of needs or maintenance repairs on my vehicles, um, I just have money sitting aside in my Uber account. And the final thing, I'll turn it back over to you guys. What's really good about this type of transaction is you can take these bank statements to a loan officer 
and prove to them that you've got a business because it's a separate account. My all of my yeah. transactions are done through that account. So that's do why I do, it L, do you have an LLC or you just run it on your personal stuff? No, I just do it on my social. Yeah, I don't have an LLC. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like, this is amazing advice, people. Seriously, you know, don't mix business with pleasure, right? Don't take all that cash out and spend it. And then you need brakes, you need tires. Now you're driving on ball tires or worn out brakes, and customer hears it and they complain about it. This is like a chain reaction, right? Listen to this man. Seriously, I mean, I respect him as many as much as anybody I know in the business because I mean number one his numbers isn't true good numbers and um I, I don't know I mean I, I think if if you don't take his word for it then um you guys are going to be lost now one other thing I know it's we're not giving tax advice but when you're separating your income do you also put money aside for your taxes out of that weekly or do you just kind of not do it I don't because I well, first of all, do you take the 67 cent deduction? Is that why you do, or do you do, do. itemized deduction? Okay. I do I take the 67 cents. Um, but the uh the way I do it is each week I know how many miles that I drive. And then so I could say here if I made a thousand dollars and I drove X number of miles, I know this is my taxable income. And then I multiply that number by 15% and I yeah. save that money too. Right. Okay. So um, all of my costs and expenses are really just ways for me to put aside money for me so I can pay for taxes, repairs and stuff like that. It's not it's not real. Right. Because I, I don't know well, what my taxes I mean, are it could be. change, but yeah. at least you have you have the funds to be able to do it, because at the end of the year, I know a lot of drivers, they drive full time and then they owe taxes and they have no money to pay for it. Right. And then they're in bigger That's trouble, right. which is like financially responsible. But, you know, they have I guess they have to do what they have to do. One last thing for you. Um, I know you did a video. I don't know if you guys talked about it on your own channel. Please go visit his channel. It's in YouTube, tip you in the app. Amazing content, really. He's very calm, very cool, unlike me. <laughs> so, so, but uh, you did a video, right? And then you um, broke down your last four years of driving down to trips, you know, your cost and all that good stuff. So give us a little bit of a summary of your four-year career, uh, Uber driving career, and where you drive too, by the way. Yeah. So I drive in uh, Syracuse, New York, upstate, which is about four hours from New York City. Um, I, I show you how remote our market is. We don't even have Uber Comfort. I mean, I can't itemize that. I can only pick Uber X. <laughs> so I don't have a lot of options here. It's a college town. And uh, over the last four years, I've learned to really just drive late at night on the college campus. Um, it's true. I'll do 50, 55 trips in a 12-hour day. Um, I start about 10 o'clock in the morning and I'll go till about uh, 2 a.m., something like that. Um, it's been phenomenal. I quit my job as an executive at an agency just to do this. Now, I don't make as much money. I don't want to make it sound like I'm getting rich. You guys can see my taxes um, and I, I share all my data. I make about $39 per hour before expenses on average. Um, I do about 20 to 40 hours a week driving, but I love it. I think it's phenomenal. That online hour? That's online hour, right? That's my online hours. But my online like, hours and yeah. my online yeah. hours are basically my my actual hours because what is up happening is, is the minute I turn the app on in Syracuse, you're gonna get a ride. There's no yeah. sitting around waiting for rides. I don't cherry pick. I know, I know it's the antichrist. I, I literally no, but, take I mean no, no, a ton no, of rides. I think I think yeah. if you did cherry pick, you would probably do a lot worse because I mean, all you're doing is I know your style of driving. You're doing these really quick trips to do 15, 12 hour shift, right? It's it's not easy. 
you're doing these quick trips. Obviously, you have a quest that you're taking advantage of. Now you have the EV credit that you're taking advantage of, right? So to me, it's like that's for his market. So when you guys hear him making 39, you know, don't complain that I'm not making 39. That's his market. But the point is he figured out the strategy that's perfect for his market and he's sticking to it and he's enjoying it and he's doing it. So how many trips was it? 8,000, what? 800 some trips? Yeah, a little over 8,300 something. I don't know. It just, I, yeah. I do so many trips on a weekend. I'm doing, you know, 50 to 100 trips really quickly. But it, so to me, like I say, I'm a short trip guy. I, I take every trip that comes in. Now that my minimum is $5 because I get the dollar EV credit. But before right. I, that, I had the Prius, I got, I do that. But I calculate, I know I'm going to get a quest and the check quests are pretty junk right now. They're like, you know, 50 cents to a dollar per trip. But a number that I always calculate that I never hear anybody else talk about is tips. I average yep. $1.32 in tips on every single trip. That doesn't mean every trip wow. tips me, but if I take yeah. every trip, my tips, and just sum them up and divide them by the number of trips. So I know at a bare minimum, I'm going to make 6 or $7 on every single trip. If I can get five of those done in every hour, that's what I'm going, going for. So I'm trying to do five trips an hour. I'm trying to just bust those suckers out. Yeah. Well, I mean, I you know, you're, you're the best at what you do, and you know what works in your market, and you're hitting it. You're enjoying doing it. He's one of the Uber drivers that loves what he's doing. And, you know, coming from corporate America, doing this is is not easy. Uh, it has its challenges. I'm sure you had your share of pukers here and there. But, sure. you know, he's a great guy. He he He's personable. He, he gets the tips and he knows his numbers. So please go visit his website, tip you in the app. Go visit his YouTube channel, tip you in the app. And then Mondays, he's on Coast to Coast on X Spaces. Um, anything else to add? I'll give you the floor for a minute. Give look, give our drivers some advice about how to battle this this um, you know Uber Uber beast, right? I mean, there's good, there's bad, and you know, but give our audience some advice. Well, yeah, you know, I think it, it comes across because I'm a very positive guy. I'm a nice guy, and I feel like I'm making good money. It comes across like I'm pro Uber, and I definitely feel that Uber deserves a lot of the complaints that we give. I think you know Uber isn't necessarily, and same with Lyft. There's problems with them all. the The one thing that I, I would tell every single driver is have an exit strategy. And in fact, I would tell my entrepreneur friends have an exit strategy. So I, I consult other business owners, you know, executives and startups. And the first thing I tell them is how are you going to get out of this business? You know, are you able to get sell out of it? Um, so Matt, the guy on drivers coast to coast gave some great advice last night. He talked about doing multiple apps. Now I'm pretty much an Uber X kind of guy. So I'm kind of at a little bit of risk, but diversify, right? So if you do DoorDash, Uber Eats, you know, um, Lyft, or whatever else is out there, Instacart, you, you diversify. If one of these apps shut us down, we're able to go out there and do something else. And I think there's a lot of other incomes that we can make as gig workers. I think a lot of you as drivers are talented. You're, you're a writer, you're a graphic designer. And so we can, as because we're gig workers, diversify. So that way when Uber sucks, and it does suck for me in my market sometimes, like the whole summer, I just play a lot of golf, right? Um, I, I can't count on that income. I would recommend everybody diversify. And, and the final piece of advice I would give you is that there's no ride worth it. There's, you know, sometimes we'll get like a $40 surge, right? I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to make so much money, right? And um, there's no ride worth our safety, our health, um, our sanity. It, I don't need 40 bucks. There's no there's just nothing I need for that, yeah. that kind of money. It's, it's great. So I would recommend to everybody just 
you know, drive a little bit slower, relax just a little bit. Don't, don't get too crazy about, um, one surge or one ride or, or one tip because it's just not, sometimes it's not worth it. So that's my advice. I agree. I agree with you hundred percent. And thank you for coming on. Thank you for educating our audience now in the replays. I will yeah. see you around obviously. So here's Levi from Syracuse and, uh, you know, king of short trips right here. And he's making it happen his way. So thank you, Levi. Much appreciated. Hey, be well. Take care, guys. Bye. All right. Have a good one. Thanks. <laughs> All right. So that was Levi. Uh, he's actually not too far. He's probably about two and a half hours down the street from me because um, he's in Syracuse. I'm in Buffalo. So uh, another fellow New Yorker. So he's central. He's definitely central state. But yeah, he's got SU, which is Syracuse University right there. Um, so he's able to take advantage of that. Beyond that, there's not much going on in Syracuse um, compared to, say, Buffalo or something where it's a little bit bigger of a city. So you got a lot more going on. Um, but, yeah, the summer does suck uh, when it comes to uh, upstate New York as well, too. So even in Buffalo. Uh, but, yep, uh, that was some great information. Thank you, Levi. Appreciate that. Um, if you guys have any more questions on, you know, earnings breaks down, earning breakdowns or anything like that, um, let us know. Uh, we can put you in touch with Levi um, or Sergio can also answer your questions yep. on that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Anyway. So, right. um, yeah. So let's get on with the, with our show again. Thanks to Levi. You guys can find him on Twitter, social media, Levi Spires. He's got a channel, YouTube and a website. Great information on there. Great writer he is. And, um, you know, an amazing, amazing guy. I mean, you know, a human being. First of all, before become before an Uber driver. So, uh, yeah, there you go. Yep. All right. So let's get started. We have uh, Sergio driving this weekend, uh, doing his lift quests and uh, doing his results on the seventy thirty. Now, this was your I accept everything for twenty trips. No, no, no. no. I, I actually did not do that. What I did is I applied the second P of the. Here are my numbers. Let's apply the second P of the three P's, patience, position, and planning. I don't get scheduled trips, so I can't plan now. I cannot be patient just for the fact that there is no surge in L.A. I haven't seen surge in L.A. other than New Year's or Halloween, special days. Mm -hmm. So being patient and cherry picking is not going to work, right? But what I did is I applied the second P, meaning when I was accepting a trip, I made sure that it puts me in a place that I can get another decent trip. Now, I've discovered a whole bunch of things this weekend by driving for Lyft. First of all, this doesn't. This is one driver, me, in, a, in one market, but LA market is horrible market right now. From being one of the top five markets, I think we're probably bottom five market. I haven't seen a ride challenge or a ride streak or, or any, any bonus, actually, from Lyft for months now, right? And mm -hmm. rightfully so, because I don't drive full-time. Maybe they're feeding their full-time drivers better than me which actually I agree with, right? And, and they should be. They're doing bulk of the work. Um, so I was online for eight hours. I, I was active for six hours, five hours and 54 minutes, which puts me at 75% utilization rate. Um, uh, I got tipped on two trips. Out of 14 trips, 12 were ready to go. Two made me wait about a minute, which was great. Thank you to all the passengers who are ready to go always. And here are my numbers, 118.66 book miles, five hours and 54 minutes. Let's say six hours book time, 14 trips. Now, if you take the six of 149.26, that includes tips divided, I mean, by six hours, 
That's exactly $25 per active hour. So when Mr. Richard says nationwide, on average, everybody's earning 30 to 32 per active hour, I can't even get there. And as per my online hours, uh, eight hours online, I was at like 18 bucks per online hour. That's what the market is in LA. And that's with me picking trips, ending places that I knew I was going to get a decent trip. So I think we lost Chris now. So 149 bucks or 150 bucks for um, six active hours. 118 miles, 150 divided by 18 is about a buck 25 a mile, which is decent. I mean, you know, whatever it is. Um, so there were a couple of comfort trips in there. I did not get any airport trips. So my, and then I put a video up on Sunday, which has gotten like crazy popular, um, which was um should people continue doing ride share with these numbers i mean these are the best i can do in la um I, this is not drunk hours i work between uh 10 uh a.m and 3 p.m so you know decent hours good weather people going out and then one other reason i wanted to do this is for me like we have crossfire coming up okay we we actually debated this with harry i mean 18 dollars per online hour after my $7 per hour expenses, because that's what it takes my car to run, 7 bucks, I'm at 11 Now, with the risks that I'm taking on, that 120 extra miles that I drove, is it, you know, are the risks commensurate to pay these days? And I don't think it is. And we're a rideshare channel, and I put up a video, and it got, like, crazy amount of views and amazing engagement, 600 comments already in, in about a day. And I said, should I go flip burgers versus keep doing rideshare? Because after expenses, I'm at 11 bucks an hour. And in LA, minimum wage is 17. And a lot of people said, yeah, I'm looking for a W-2. Yeah, I'm looking for a W-2. Maybe it is time to look for a W-2 because this is the best I can do in LA for those hours. And without incentives and without anything, it's not, it, it's not better. I mean, I can't do better than this. And um, I, you know, I'm sorry to say it, but that's reality. Everybody needs a reality check these days that it, it without incentives and drive. These are all base trips. There was no surge, right? So if I'm driving base trips, this is the best I can do. That's what it is. That's reality. And that's reality for many of you in many cities. Do you want to continue driving for after expenses for 11 bucks an hour? Or you want to go stand at Target? you know, make 18 bucks an hour with no risk, right? So actually, it's in part of the debate coming up on Crossfire. I don't think it's worth it. I really don't. I'm not addicted to it. And this is on a weekend. In the weekday, probably numbers would be worse, right? So, I mean, you know, that's everybody's individual decision to do. But put the screenshot up one more time. And then I wanted to see that Hocus Pocus 70-30 split uh, lift introduced. I call it Hocus Pocus because it's truly Hocus Pocus. Um, on 14 trips, according to Lyft, they paid $88.28 in estimated external expenses. The passenger paid about $282. Um, total paid, that does not include tips, obviously. The breakdown is on the right-hand screenshot. So according to Lyft, all of that is... Um, uh, taxes, government fees, which you guys can see, dollar forty, ten cents it is in in California for uh, per trip, which is dollar forty, and eighty six eighty eight. Lyft tells me that it's two items: two credit card fees and commercial insurance. Okay, that's what I'm told, and I'm just relaying the message. So, 
if you take 80, uh, $88.28 from 282, I'm left with 193. All right. So after that, now the external expenses, we have a 70 30 split guarantee. All right. And if you guys look at the numbers, uh, after the, uh, <clears throat> I was at 192, 30% of 192, let's say 200 bucks is 60 bucks. And look at lift take rate. 60 bucks out of whatever was remaining after external expenses, Chris. So hmm. they pegged me at base rates. They pegged, they will peg drivers right at 70-30, period. And if there is, if you're below it on Thursday, you will get your adjustment. I think I'm going to get a couple of dollars in adjustment on this. But um, when Lyft came out with this, you know, wonderful guarantee that they sold as PR, amazing. So I'm going to make it easy for you guys. For me, take rate is what the passenger paid and what I actually received without tips, okay? This is not difficult. So the total um, the passenger pay was 282 My ride earnings, as you guys can see on the bottom in the middle screenshot, was $132. Um, that's, uh, <laughs> Lyft took about 53%. I took about 47%. And that's, let's say, 50-50. That's where it's going to be. If you're pegged at 70-30, it's going to be 50-50. Lyft took 50%. I am not buying any of this external fees. Because 418 miles, Chris, on booked miles, right? Lyft ended up paying $88.28 in commercial insurance. Budget. That's 70 cents a mile. That's nuts. Yeah, that's insane. I'm not buying any of that, any of it, okay? So, and my concern now is that, actually, I want to do that. I want to test that. And if any of you have experienced that, please send me your screenshots. You know how Lyft sometimes throws you a crazy ride challenge, right? Mm -hmm. I've seen screenshots that the ride challenge was like 100 tips for 500 bucks, right? And the driver does it. Guess what the external fees were on that, Chris? 500 bucks. Hmm. So I'm going to go like, are they going to give you on one hand and taking it on the other way? I need to study this more. But here's the bottom line with the 70-30. Lyft's, you know, um, on their blog when they announced this two weeks ago, which we were a part of, they said 15% of drivers were always below the 70-30 threshold and 85% were above the 70-30 threshold. What now are the odds this algo is going to do 70-30 for everyone? So raise the bottom 15% a little bit and lower the rest of it right to 70-30. What do you think, Chris? You think they're going to do that? I think that's going to be the way they're going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So we, that's I what mean, I thought about. Yeah, I mean, that that's the reality of it. That's what we talked about. I, I have a feeling that's going to happen. I think we're going to have to look at this a little bit more. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be really interesting, too, to see uh, when it comes to these bonuses. So, you know, I'm going to have to to dig into it. We'll probably have to uh, do a couple of different uh, situations and scenarios. I do get a couple of lift yeah. uh, questions I mean, I think, while, I think, so I think it's a little more your, than you're getting. Uh, virtual screen um, down. What's up? What happened, Serge? Oh, no, okay. Are we back? <laughs> yeah, I think you need to take your back screen down. Um, but long story short, uh, you know, it's it's whatever Chrome update happened. It's like StreamYard is like going crazy right now. Okay. With whatever. Anyway, so hopefully we'll finish the show in one piece. It was very disappointing to me. It really was. I mean, eleven dollars after expenses. And after expenses, 18 per active hour, Mr. Richard, it's not there. It really is not there. And it all depends on incentives. And if I'm going to be pegged at 70, 30 without incentives, I'm never going to be above 70%. So 
to me, it's pretty obvious what's happening. And at base rates, that's the best I can do in LA on a weekend. And I'm going to keep testing this. I'm going to go out, you know, on a later shift. I'm going to start at like 5 p.m. and go to midnight or later to see if my earnings are going to improve. But I don't think they're going to improve that much. There is no surge in L.A., Chris. There is no surge. None. Zero. Hmm. And when there is no surge and you're driving for base rates with upfront fares, you're, it's, you're in a hard place. It's, it's dismal. It's like it's frustrating. And, and, you know, even with positioning myself correctly, because I know that even if I position myself correctly, the next chip I'm going to get is going to be a base fare anyway. What's the point, right? Might as well take everything and go. So, um, so anyway, um, you know, David Richard is a great guy. Yeah, he's a great guy, but you know, he has his job to do and, you know, he has to do what he has to do and we have to do what we have to do. And we have to make a decision as drivers. Do we continue working for 18 bucks an hour before expenses online hour? I'm saying like, you know, talk, have a, have a heart to heart talk with yourselves, drivers. Again, we're a ride share channel. We don't want to lose any drivers, but you know, it's time to have that reality check. You got to figure out your needs first. And is this meeting your needs is the real question. Um, So if it's not meeting your needs, then yeah, figure something else out. Uh, As Levi said, you know, have a exit strategy just in case, or, you know, you have to have multiple fires burning. Um, you know, plan B, C, D, uh, just in case. So in the events that times are slow, like they are right now, um, who knows how long this is going to last for. It may last, you know, a couple more months. It may last a couple weeks. It may last another year and a half. Who knows? Um, So the question is, how are you doing? Are you dipping into savings? Are you dipping into, uh, you know, money that you've put away for for other things? Um, Are you able to sustain where you're at? Um, are you actually able to profit? Uh, where are you at? And then, you know, you can base the decisions off that. Um, cause when the good times are coming, I mean, everything's ebbs and flows. So we're going to have the, the slow times. We're going to have good times. Um, just depends on when the good times are coming. So you can always take a little break from Uber and Lyft or, um, you know, food delivery or whatever it is, go get a job for a little while. Cause you know, some of these jobs like delivering pizzas or flipping burgers or standing at target or whatever it might be. You know, it could be something that's temporary and then you're not putting any miles on the cars or anything like that. Um, you know, you could get a little reprieve there, but it just depends on what you guys need to do or where you're at. So, yeah, have that serious conversation with yourself. Yeah. To answer Carrie B, your question. Yes, he's going to come on in April sometime. First couple of weeks of April. Obviously, he's not going to take uh, audience questions, but I will ask him the right questions. Look, I'm going to have a, another decent talk with him. Uh, I'm told that he's coming on, so that's the latest I know. Um, but look, at the moment, rideshare, with the risks you're taking as a full-time driver, part-time driver, driving extra miles, putting extra miles on your car after expenses may not be worth it. I'm telling you, I'm being super honest. And uh, that's where we are at the moment, on both apps too. Maybe Uber is a little bit better, I, you know, but I'm going to keep testing. I'll keep driving different shifts, different days, uh, but no incentives, base rates, no surge. This is where the business is at. Yep. Well, let's move on. Let's talk about the uh, lift uh, lift shaving spreadsheet that you have and put together. I need everybody to do this. There's a video coming up on this uh, in Sergio's diaries. These are my 14 trips for the weekend. I'm going to go really quick because it's going to be in the video anyway. Please check it out. So all basically I did is, to Lyft's credit, by the way, Chris, they're really transparent now, right? On the left side, there's two boxes. Left side left side box is estimated uh, ping, yep. right? When, they, when it comes in, the right side is the actual. 
all I did is transfer that information to a spreadsheet. And on my 14 trips, uh, in those six active hours, um, ran a total. I mean, again, pretty simple and numbers all match. None of the pricing was adjusted. Um, I did hit my into the wall on that fifth trip, as you guys can see, which lasted two extra minutes and 2.39 more miles than normal. I guess I did not hit the, you know, significantly longer threshold for that, Chris. But just to prove a point to Lyft, which is I have contacts there, um, I, I sent him the uh, two-hour uh, back and forth with black hole support, right? Um, you know, and the person that I'm dealing with was like, is this what you guys go through? I go, yeah, this is exactly what we go through to get an adjustment. Obviously, I didn't get an adjustment. But long story short, please go watch the videos. should drop about 6.30, 7 o'clock tonight. In Sergio diary. So on this total, I drove 22 extra minutes, Chris, and 5.63 miles extra without compensation. This is what Upfront Fares is doing, people. Okay. Before Upfront Fares, I would have gotten paid for all of that because we had a rate card at 80 cents a mile, 13 cents a minute. I would urge everybody, please do this. It is a little bit more difficult on Uber because <laughs> when Uber sends you the ping, you need to take a screenshot of that to give to get the P2, P3, period two, period three. But then when Uber reports it after your trip in your summary, they only put P3 when the butt was in the back seat. Lyft, to their credit, very transparent, left side of the box, right side of the box. All I did is you know transfer the numbers to a spreadsheet. Pretty simple columns, Lyft upfront estimate, Lyft actual result, time difference, miles difference, upfront, UFD means upfront fares and destination, and the actual. So all the numbers lined up. So I drove for 22 extra minutes and, and there were some that went under. There were some that went over. The worst one was nine minutes that went over. Um, of course, you're not getting adjusted. So under upfront fares, Chris, this is what we call shaving. Before upfront fares, mm -hmm. I, I would get compensated for those 22 minutes extra. So time is something we cannot get back lift. And if nothing I can change this year, this is going to change. Somehow we have to change this. I don't want to drive or myself or Chris or anybody here out of 400 people or however many there are. I do not want to drive one-tenth of a mile for free and one extra minute for free. I just don't want it. Now, push comes to shove on that nine-minute trip that, that went over by nine minutes. Should I have kicked the passenger out when the upfront uh, estimate hit it on the nose? No, of course not. So you guys are putting us in a really horrible situation here. And this is like almost exploitation. I'm not sure if this is legal or illegal at the moment, which I'll figure out shortly. But this is exploiting the driver. This is exploiting the goodwill of the driver. Why should I drive? Would any of you at Lyft, if I came to you and said, oh, by the way, you're going to work 22 extra minutes for free today, what would you say? What would you say to your department manager? I'm not going to drive extra 22 minutes on the house. This is becoming a charity now. Upfront fares is causing this, and this is going to end. Sergio, you need at least one more column on that spreadsheet. What would the pay have been? I, I did that already, and to, to be honest, half of them, on upfront, uh, it would have been over. Half of them on upfront would have been under. And the difference was I would have, on up, due to upfront fares, I probably would have lost like two and a half bucks, which that's why I didn't put that column, but I thought about it, Mike Smith. But my thing was, how much am I getting shaved, right? Because when the estimate comes in, with all their technology, they're sending me a price and a, you know, a time to pick up, time to d delivery or time to uh, drop off. Why? Why? Out of 14 chips. You know, Chris, if you look at this, what if I'm a full-time driver, okay, and I drive 40 hours a week, right? Extrapolate these mm -hmm. numbers to 40 hours, buddy, right? Times 10, yeah, looking... 220 yeah, right. minutes for free and 50, 60 miles for free? Why? Why, Lyft? 
Why Uber? Uber is the same shit. I, th I feel like Lyft is a little bit worse. So please go watch that video today. It's going to be a good video. Um, yeah, but this needs to go away. This need this needs an overhaul, and and I'm not happy about it. And if I just 22 minutes, why? Just pay me, or do a top off at the end of the week, like just like I figured out. Lift, figure out the overs, figure out the unders. Simple. I drove two hours, two hours mm -hmm. extra. Pay me with the old red card. Give me a top off, just like you're doing with your 70 30 lift, right? If we're under 70, you're gonna give us some money, right? Hocus pocus. Do a little real hocus pocus on this and pay me for my time because my time is valuable as much as any executives at Lyft. So there you go. Yep. Yeah, I think that would be a, a better way to look at it because, yeah, you're you're getting paid for your time and distance no matter what. If the car's moving, you should be getting paid for it. If you're sitting there, you should be getting paid for it. Uh, not this not this freebie crap. So, yeah. um, so I'm right there with you. I stand in solidarity, solidarity with you. Thank All right, you, let's move on. Let's talk about uh, what's going on with Uber changing their quests. So weekend quests are now Thursday through Saturday and are in line with peak demand. I don't know about you, but sometimes Sunday is pretty busy, but there's a lot of people out there who are uh, um, trying to get those last few rides in. Um, so what are your thoughts on this one? Um, but essentially, I, initially, initially, I didn't think much week. of it. Yeah, I, I, I didn't think much of it initially, Chris, but then... Um, I had like three of these immediately, and this was this is from Matt in Boston, who uh, is part of that coast to coast group. Really great driver. He goes, Sergio, have you seen this? I had I had it, but it wasn't in this detail, right? And then when I saw the details, I go, all the weekend warriors, you're all screwed now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's what I thought <laughs> because yeah. because your day is ending Sunday at four, right? So. Before, if you're just driving on the weekend, Saturdays and Sundays, your quests are not going to count. The Sundays, airport trips and all the other stuff that you do on Sundays because it's ending at 4 a.m. on Sunday. So now they're kind of forcing you to drive on a dead day. I mean, there are two dead days in the week. Tuesday and Thursday are the two dead days. That's my days off. Well, right? well, that's not true. That's not true. Well, I mean, if, yeah, you're, if you have a college nearby, Thursday is a great night. Okay, Thursday, Thursday is a real yeah. thing. And, you know, when I go out on Thursday nights, I can make a good amount of money. Um, so yeah, it well, just depends on where you are. So that's when when you're looking at it this way, it's going to come down again to planning. And, you know, we talked about the three P's earlier, you know, planning on that. So I think some markets are probably going to enjoy this uh, because Sundays are going to be probably a little bit awesome. quieter for, for those particular areas. But yeah, Thursday, Thursday is a real thing. And yeah, if you set yourself up, you can make some pretty good money. Okay, so Elizabeth is saying the same thing as you are. I'm not in a college town, so I take you guys' word for it. But there are people, you know, that strictly drive on the weekends, right? Because they have a W-2, mm -hmm. they can't drive Thursdays. They, yeah, they, they used to drive Friday, Saturdays and Sundays. And this is bad for them. I mean, that's all I, can, I could think of other than... What is it? They figured out in their data that they need more drivers on a Thursday. So if they do that, and first of all, this driver read all this, sent me this, and then he clicked, you know, where it says select a new quest on the bottom, you know, the tab. He clicked yep. on it. There was no quest. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> so, uh. so if you guys have this, please send it to me, Sergio at the rideshareguy.com. Send me the numbers. Let's see what the numbers are going to be the like. The reality is, though, I hope, I hope that this is more of a test and not going like national. Um, because there are a lot like there were a couple of things that like was going around and it was in several markets, but like we never got it and then it just kind of like faded away. So it was like, oh, okay, perfect. 
Um, so I'm hoping it's one of those things. Um, I but yeah, seen... I mean, I think the biggest point is the people who are the weekend warriors, basically, if you have a job, you don't want to go out on Thursday because yeah. you have to work on Friday. Most likely if you have a, a Monday through Friday, nine to five, so that's going to screw a lot of people out because now instead of being able to split it between the three days, the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, now you're down to two days. So now how many drivers did you just screw out of getting this type of quest or this type of bonus? Because they can't go, they can't really go out on a Thursday because of that issue. Yeah, I agree. And, and, you know, um, this is probably for a lot of part-timers, full-timers are going to drive those days anyway. It doesn't make a difference. Yeah um but uh yeah is how many how many part-timers are versus full-timers so yeah a lot more <laughs> a lot more part-timers so. and look i i don't have this in la i don't know so if you guys have numbers attached to this new quest structure please send them to me like if you got one thursday through uh uh it's gonna be thursday through sunday now right no saturday sunday 4 a.m okay so thursday 4 a.m to sunday 4 a.m and the next quest is gonna be Sunday 4 a.m. to Thursday 4 a.m. now, as opposed to Monday, Friday, and the other one, right? Okay. Yep. Petty, so my question to everybody in chat, I see a couple of people saying that, you know, I think it's a good thing. I think it's going to be a bad thing. What are your thoughts on, on this switch? Do you like this switch or not? Um, let us know in the comments because uh, I'd like to know. Petty T, thank you. Appreciate the super chat. Coffee. <laughs> thank you, Petty. Thank you. Um, um, amazing driver. Sure. What, what do you think about this this change? Is it going to affect you in any way, or what do you think? <laughs> I don't have a quest. Or I haven't seen a well, quest I mean, in if, three you know, months. Speaking as if you had a quest. I know. I know oh. you don't have quests, but I'm saying speaking if you had one. Oh, if I had one? Uh, I, I don't think it's going to matter to me that much, okay? Um, Appreciate but, it, Nathaniel. Thank you, Nathaniel. Yeah, I don't think it's going to matter to me that much. I mean, Tuesdays for me, that's why we call we used to call it terrible Tuesdays. Tuesdays are yep. horrible days in LA. Okay, I, I just yep. that was my day. I agree. So same, same in Buffalo. Yeah. So uh, if it's Thursday through Sunday, to me, I think it'll be doable, depending obviously on the quest. If I do get a quest, um, mm -hmm. I'll you know I'll try it out. Let's see what it is. Let's see what the numbers are. I don't mind driving Thursday. Uh, I'm sure they have a reason to do it, you know. Um, but again, the quests, Chris, are all, you know, incentive-based things, and they're variable. I mean, it's not your control that's like, oh, I want a quest this weekend. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know, but I'm saying, like, like as, as the hypothetical question, like, the switch, is I this think, something I that you'd appreciate more or that you wouldn't? If worse. I was a look, if I was a W guy and full time on the weekends, like twelve hour hard hit, like because most part timers on the weekends they work Friday night, they work all day Saturday, and they work probably until five six p.m. on Sunday, right? Mm -hmm. And then they have work the next day. So to me, it will hurt them. I'm pretty sure because, like you said, they're not going to be able to drive, you know, uh, Thursday. So and they're not going to be able to drive Sunday. Um, that day is cut a day short. I think it will hurt the weekend warrior, super hard time, 20 hour, 25 hour, two 12 hour shift drivers. I think it will bother them a little bit. Yeah. I mean, on, honestly, in my area, I think the, the switch would actually be better because like you say, Thursday is busier than Sunday. Okay. Um, so if you, at least in my area and you know, I can take advantage of it that way because okay. I can go out Thursday, Friday and Saturday. Um, but yeah, I mean, when it, Monday Monday is actually pretty decent because you have all of your bar staff that are going out and having a good time. 
So if you plan out that accordingly in the right areas, you can really make some money, at least in my area. Um, so you get all the bar tenders that are going out to enjoy for their weekend, which is their Monday night, um, for the few bars that are, are open. Tuesday's just a crap show. I mean, Tuesday just sucks. So um, that's never usually busy. Wednesday around here is usually pretty slow too. Um, but Thursday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday are the, the really good days. And then depending on what's going on on maybe Sunday, but I think something like that on the weekend could potentially be better. But um, again, it's for those who can take advantage of it. Yeah. So this is, I got this from Boston and I got it from, I think Atlanta. So those were the drivers. And I, I, you know, Uber doesn't release everything right away. They tested, they tested, they tested, but Matt is in Boston and I'm sure this is to some drivers. The odd thing I thought though was like he clicked to see the quest. There was no quest. So I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the hell? Anyway, All right, yeah. let's move on. Let's talk about our next topic. Yeah, and uh, we're going to continue on with Uber. Uh, but the problem is, you know, drivers, we, we've been taken, uh, uh, we've been taken for granted for, for, the entire, for so long. I think Dar is finally realizing it. Yeah, full of <laughs> shit, I call that one. Um, so anyway, um, this was a Business Insider article that came out. Dar has been in India um he's been playing cricket um as opposed to coming to show me the money dara you know what i mean it's all right you know it's all right we're like you know you're treating us like yesterday's stepchild but it's okay now we have a hispanic channel spanish channel we're gonna grow to like half a million subs and then you're gonna listen to me that's what's gonna happen but it's okay um so he was in india and he was like you know he did this uh piece and said uh uh, took its drivers for granted and continue to do so as far as I'm concerned. Now, maybe you guys don't agree with me. Um, so he says he acknowledged that the drivers, um, you know, had been undervalued. Okay, I agree, still do. Um, and uh, Uber needed um, to earn their loyalty. Uh, you know how you can earn somebody's loyalty, Dara? Like even when you go to park at the valet, slip the guy at 20, you know, he'll park your car right in front. Even if it's a beater, be right in front of a Bentley, okay? You know, money talks, BS walks in driver language, yep. and that's how you earn our loyalty. Loyalty is not going to happen with our earnings, according to the Uber's own blog, 10 quarters in a row, driver earnings are down. 10 quarters, that's two and a half years, Dara. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah. So for Uber's CEO, Dara Koshishai, it's pretty oh, clear. Thanks. Thank you, Paul. Much appreciated. Um, so for Uber, Dara Koshishai, it's pretty clear who got the ride-hailing service through the pandemic. It's drivers. Oh, thanks. Thanks, DK. Much appreciated. And then he goes, you know, before COVID, I would say, just being self-critical, we took our drivers for granted to some extent. Okay. He said, we were generally oversupplied. We were much more of a consumer-focused company. And the customer, you know, and the writer or eater was always right. Now, this article, what's the date? It's too small, Chris. What's the date of this article, Ben? February 22nd, so about five days ago. Five days ago. And uh, now, could this article be written like four years ago and it'd be valid? Yeah, exactly. Would yeah. So what has changed? Okay, any of you, please comment in the chat. This is an article from five days ago when he was in India. Okay, uh, go back a little bit. Yeah, 
And, you know, uh, but to the um, reporter's credit, many have reported increased competition, declining earnings in recent months. You know, at least Business Insider gives these guys back a little bit. They don't just cut and paste from their PR. <clears throat> and then he says, we started celebrating employees going out there delivering, employees driving. Wonderful. Dara, you got tip baited a year ago on your PR puff piece in the Wall Street Journal. Is tip baiting on Uber Eats still around, Dara? Yes, it is, Dara. So what did you learn? I guess not much, but that's okay. And he goes, it's a pride of point. You know what? This is what I, all these employees who are supposedly driving, this is what I want you guys to do. I want you to guys donate your monthly exorbitant salary to charity and go drive with the pressure that the driver has. Paying rent, buying food, paying in gas money, paying the insurance, paying the car note. One month, one single month, drive with that pressure, okay? Not with the $50 million check and the $50 million bonus coming your way. Drive with that pressure for one month. Then I will take my hat off to you. I'll come kiss your feet. Do it. There's my challenge to you. For one month, give your $3 million monthly check to a charity of your choice. Go drive in your Tesla for one month with the pressure that the driver is facing. Okay, then we'll talk. And then lastly, you know, some are pushing back this and that. Now, here's my offer to Uber. Do you see this, Chris, on the right-hand side, that lady's picture over there? Yep, Alex. Right. Okay, this person is Alex Rosenblatt, who's an amazing researcher, you know, who wrote a book in 2019 Offer. called Uberland. Um, she interviewed 5,000 drivers to write this book. And Uber did not like this book one single bit. Because the problems Dara says that were existing, oversupply. He was talking about oversupply. What about now, Dara? There's massive oversupply now, just like before. You do not have the driver's loyalty. That's why we there was a strike or protest in, in 25 fact, less, less now than, than back then. Definitely less now. We run our surveys. Dissatisfaction rate, one stars, Uber and Lyft got, were the highest in every, any of our surveys we did. All right? Just talking straight shit now, okay? Uh, because we're going to say something at the end that, you know, then you guys will understand that they're watching, and I know they are. So Uber hires prominent critic. This lady was a critic, and the book was amazing, and it's Uberland. It's worth every penny. Go buy it. Go read it. 2019. What did they do with her? They hired her, okay? They hushed And they her. shut her up. And uh, they bought her out. And, um, and she was supposed to be driver liaison or driver advocate inside Uber. This is my challenge to you, Alex Rosenblatt. I would love to interview you one-on-one, -on, -one, on Show Me The Money, anytime, open invitation. I want to hear from you what you have done for the last four years as a driver's advocate inside Uber. I would love to have that chance to sit down and talk with you, okay? Because I have not heard one word from Alex Rosenblatt as they hired as a driver's advocate inside Uber. Now, Uber, here's my offer to you. Here's my offer to you, Uber. You hire me, okay? Pay me what you're paying her. I go get my 10 warriors, hand-selected. Give me my office. Let's see if we can fix this shit. That's my offer. I doubt it, but that's the offer. And Alex Rosenblatt, it's not a challenge. 
I'm sure you're a nice person. I don't know you personally, but I've read your book. It was an amazing book. For the last four years, I have not heard a word from Alex Rosenblatt as an inside Uber driver's advocate or driver liaison. Come out of the, you know, come out of the shadows. Come on the show. Let's talk. Let's see what you did over the last four years. I'd love to interview you. So, you know, with that said, there you go. That's where we are. Um, nothing has changed. You know, My question to you is, do you think she's actually working or do you think she just yes, has she that, is. that? She's still title there. Job. I have confirmed that she's still there. Oh, no? okay. Yep. Very interesting. Well, you, you know, like the, you got those mob jobs that you, you got that title and you're just getting paid, but you don't show up at the no-show jobs. I was just curious. I, I always thought she was a no-show job. So they offered no. her a job as driver liaison. And it was just one of those things just to shut her ass up. And that was that. Well, initially it may have been that, but her title is that it's in there, right? Um, yeah. You know, it says right there, Uber hires prominent critic to focus on treatment of drivers. This was 2020. Four years, Alex. And Dara, with all due respect, if you do that, I, I I'm willing to take a picture of that coming, kissing your feet. Donate. <laughs> Donate your four million a year a month salary to a charity. Get in your Tesla one month, drive for one month, and pay your pay your you know monthly rent or bills with that money that you're gonna make. Okay, there you go. So, all right, let's move on. Let's talk about the fake accounts. What's going on in DoorDash, Uber Eats, all food companies? What's going on there? Um, so yeah. Yeah, we've been talking about this, bro. I'm telling you, this is a sad story, people. So it's, I'm going to go real quick. Um, this Venezuelan migrant. In fact, last week, was it last week that Luis was on, right? Yeah. Uh, two weeks ago, week. no. Yeah. Two weeks. A couple of weeks ago? Okay. Yep. Uh, Luis Berti from Delivery TV. I'm working with her, with her, with him on this. Um, there are millions of fake accounts out there who are taking actually food from the table of actual, honest, working delivery people and gig workers in the country. And Uber and uh, Uber Eats and DoorDash are not doing anything about it. Um, there was a 22-year-old um, nursing student who was killed um, last week, and uh, the murderer was Jose Antonio Ibarra, um, who um, had his uh, checkered history from where he's from, from Venezuela, um, from the moment he landed in this country. And he's the suspect. I'm not saying he did it, but he's the suspect. As we know, in this country, innocent until proven guilty. Um, but he got arrested for it last week for the for the murder of that poor girl. Now, I'm not going to politicize this, talk about immigration and this and that, okay? Um, I have my opinions. I'm sure you all do yourselves. Um, so I'm just going to read this. The illegal immigrant arrested for killing a Georgia nursing student crossed the border in Texas September 8th last year and sent to a processing facility there, but was quickly released before being put on a bus to New York City, where he was later busted and set free again for endangering a five-year-old, putting a five-year-old on the back of a uh, moped without a helmet. But that's okay. That's not okay, but it is what it is. Jose Antonio Ibarra and wife... Um, of Venezuela entered El Paso together with their five-year-old. I guess it was his own son that he endangered. Okay, next screenshot. Ibarra 26 was working for what, Chris? What is he working for? DoorDash, Uber Eats, and a local restaurant. 
Yeah. How the F, DoorDash? How the F, Uber Eats? Huh? We've been talking about this for a month now. I'm not going to let this one go. This is going to go on and on. I'm going to work with the media. I'm going to work with Luis. This is shit. This poor girl, right? And, and look, society is messed up as it is, okay? I mean, innocence right here. Whole career life ahead of her, right? Um, but that's not the story. The story is, how does this guy get on DoorDash and Uber Eats? Execs? How does that work out? Mm -hmm. huh? Yeah. You need to end this before many more of these happen. This is bullshit. But anyway, yeah, I'm pissed off on this, bro. In August for endangering the welfare of a child, which was his own child, after he was caught in Queens, riding a gas-powered moped with Franco's son on the back. This is his own son. Without any head protection and in case, right? The case was later sealed, and this guy was still walking. They let him out again, twice. And then the last screenshot? Uh, that was the only one. That uh, was it? Okay. So, yeah. DoorDash, Uber Eats. New York, um, Chicago, <laughs> Florida, full of these immigrants. Barriers to entry easy. Fake accounts all over the place. This is bad for the consumer. I mean, what, what, what else needs to happen here? You guys need to end this. I know you need somebody to take the trash out for you guys, those $2 no-tip DoorDash orders. This needs to end. This is horrible, okay? So for all, the hey. for all the people who are asking how they pass the background check, it's because it's a fake account. It's somebody else's account. Like, you know, you guys get, like, um, hacked and somebody steals your ID. They're probably driving on your ID. And it happened to our own uh, Gabe in San Francisco. They stole his ID by the time he went. And they deactivated Gabe, by the way. You know, this was, like, about a few months ago. Um, yep. Gabe went to Uber Hub and Uber Hub told him somebody in San Diego did like 600 deliveries with your name and ID and somebody in Boston, I think, or whatever it was, they did another 400 trips. Okay. So it's, it's, it's out there. You guys can all go buy yourselves a second, third account. Okay. Easily done. So there you go. Yep. Yeah. So big problem. It's an unfortunate thing that's happening. And, uh, you know, if there's anything that you're seeing in your particular area, Hit up yeah. Sergio, Sergio, Sergio at the right share right Please email it to me. Email me all, all right. you got. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about Alto. Alto is a ride-sharing platform that uses the employee model. Uh, for those who don't know, we've had Will Coleman, the CEO of Alto, on uh, the show before. He's also been on the RSG podcast a couple of times, I believe. Um, and they are pulling out of a couple markets as well as abandoning an, abandoning an all-EV plan. Yeah, so. we had we had Will on man, a couple three months ago, a couple three months ago, and he was talking yeah, yeah. very highly. And you know, um, look, Alto is a company that gives you the car. Just you're an employee. You have obviously employee rights, and you work forty hours. You get healthcare, four hundred one k. In the industry, we call that a vertically integrated business model, meaning they own the cars, they take care of the cars, they gas the cars up, insurances on them, everything. You just show up to drive, you know, for eighteen to twenty two bucks an hour. Um, so unfortunately, um, uh, you know, the, the, the capital markets are not there according to him, according to this article a couple of days ago, and they pulled out of DC, Washington, DC, and they pulled out of Miami. So they still have operations, I think in Houston, in, uh, Dallas, in LA, I know they have a hub. Um, so they're pulling back a little bit, you know, they had also pulled out of Palo Alto a few months back. 
Um, yeah, it's a difficult business to compete with Uber and Lyft, although uh, he said uh, they were not actually competitors to Uber and Lyft, but obviously, you know, things are not there. Um, I mean, he was pretty upbeat in the article. He still says growth was good. All the targets were being reached, but capital markets are tight. They also had an EV, uh, all EV uh, plan going by 2030. Obviously, they pull back on that. That's not going to happen. You know, this happens with startups. This happens with newer companies. You know, they're out there. They put their name out. It's a very capital intense industry. I mean, Chris, if Uber and Lyft can hardly turn a profit not owning the cars, how's Alta going to turn a profit owning the cars, right? And those are not cheap cars. Those are $50,000, $60,000 cars. So, yeah, I mean, sad to see, but hopefully they'll come back. Um, we actually pointed Alta out to you guys for... Uh, a tool in the toolbox. You can go put your Alto shirt on and Alto hat on and, you know, make 22, 20, 23 bucks an hour. Uh, but they're pulling back. So sad to see that happen, but hopefully they'll come back. Yep. Yeah. It's uh, one of those things, um, you know, the, the Olive rollback is just another uh, thing that many other companies have been saying. And, you know, actually, uh, I believe it's, uh, oh, what car company they're they're going in uh they're they're shying away from an all ev fleet coming for 2030 and saying mm -hmm. we're not doing that and they're investing more in the hydrogen engine uh backing uh toyota um uh, not mazda um i think um harry lined it up we're going to interview the ceo of captain um who okay. is doing the evs um in new york they're all evs that same um uh, same business model as Alto. They all own the Teslas. They're all Teslas, blue mm -hmm. Tesla. It's called Captain. And there is another company called uh, Revel, Revel, which is in Vegas. Yeah, Revel is the same exact kind of thing with the blue. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, there are companies trying, owning the car, just hiring employees, but it's a tough gig, bro. You know, you got to compete ultimately yep. with Uber. So, yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it's, it's going to be rough. So, um, yeah. yeah, we'll keep you guys posted on anything like that. Um, there may be some more drivers that are coming to the platform in those couple of areas. 300 drivers are without, uh, yeah. uh, going to be without a job. So they're getting laid <laughs> off. They, what, may, right? uh, be the, they may be putting on Uber and Lyft hats and shirts very soon. So, um, might be a little bit more saturated there, but they might actually not even, you know, go that route. So we'll see what happens. Yes, I agree. I, I think hydrogen is going to be a, uh, uh, the, the, the real thing, you know, we had incandescent light bulbs for how many years? And then it went to oh, the CFL is. bulbs and the CFL bulbs came and went just as quick. And now it's mostly LED. Yeah. Uh, LED are, are far superior in that aspect. I think it's the same thing. I think we had the ice powered car. I think it's going to go to the EV craze for a little bit. And then the hydrogen is going to be, be the, the much bigger um, engine overall. Um, and, you know, if they can miniaturize a nuclear reactor, hey, that, that's a real possibility, too. Um, so we'll see what happens there. But uh, I don't th I don't think EVs are going to be the future. I think they're just I a, like a my ice car, the next. Yeah, <laughs> I like, my ice car. Yeah. I like buying. Um, that's why I went that route um, for, for a number of reasons. But we, we, can, we can save that for our uh, members only live chat on Thursday all discussion right, when it comes to uh, that's, EV that's... versus uh, ice and all that. So make sure you're a member if you're not so you can see what that conversation is going to entail because we're going to yeah. definitely have some great conversation on that one. All right, let's move on though. Let's talk about uh, the Uber drivers are scamming passengers and what's going on there. Um, you, some of you, you may have seen this. Uh, you sent me this, right? Rounds. What? You sent me this, right? 
Because you said, make sure you uh, put this in there or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I came across this the other day. Um, you know, uh, quite a few people have already covered it, but uh, we do our weekly show, so we're going to be talking about it as well, too. Um, and this is where drivers were threatening uh, passengers by saying automatic 30% tip uh, if you don't tip your, your driver. Um, so it was a big problem there. And, you know, that's not something that is real. That's not something that you should be doing. And if you are caught doing that, uh, guess what's going to happen? You will get the quick deactivation because all it takes is a passenger to say, hey, that's what you did. Uh, and, you know, it's going to be hard for you to get out of that, especially if you're the one who's sending the message through the in-app support chat, because they have access to that and they can see exactly what you sent. Yeah, I mean, this driver was sending in-app messages. All untip rides will receive a 30% automatic tip. Why? Why do this? Why? For two minutes of fame, it gets into Daily Dot, it gets onto TikTok. It, these, you know, these these need to end too, but I, I can't. And then, you know, don't do this. This is like giving drivers like Levi a bad name, right? And, and Levi gets tipped, or, or Sunshine Man, who's here today, gets tipped as, as more than anybody I know without doing any of these shenanigans. If you're not making enough money, buddy, Quit. Do something else. Don't do this. Yep. Okay? Don't. You're giving everybody a bad name or a you know, black eye. Don't. I get it. I get it. We're not making enough money. You're trying to squeeze the rider. Why? It's not the rider's fault. Rider's getting ripped as much as you are by Uber and Lyft. So I'm not, I'm, just don't do this. Please don't do this. This is like way... This is dumb. Seriously dumb. So... So it's definitely something you don't want to do. Um, but yeah, it's it's one of those things that uh, if you get caught doing something like this, you're going to be off the platform very, very quickly. Um, so again, um, I have look, I have unconfirmed reports on this. Okay. Tips but are up. I, I, I haven't checked with the company. and But I know I, I talked to a driver, um, East Coast. He said his drivers, uh, he, he received more lift tips this week than any time in the last six years i'm going like mm -hmm. why he talked to his passengers lift on a like a 15 minute trip let's say right chris on the fifth minute is prompting in the app by the way if your ride is going well think consider tipping your driver every five minutes lift is prompting the rider in the app to tip mm -hmm. how awesome how awesome would that be and the guy goes you know what serge Nobody tips me on Lyft. I got more tips on Lyft this week than ever before. And that's why I put the comment up. So, Petty, it may be happening to your riders as well. But I'm going to confirm this with Lyft. If, Lyft, if you're doing this, awesome. Awesome. I think, I think the, the, the other way to confirm this is uh, to actually take a ride and see if that's the case. So next time right, you guys yeah. are taking a ride, if you do yeah. take a ride, see what happens. Um, yeah. yeah, that would be definitely a nice little thing to have something Absolutely. like that. Um, yeah. But biggest thing is it shouldn't be subsidized by tips. So they, they if no, that's no. what they're trying to do by saying, hey, tip your driver, and then they're going to lower the pay, I don't think that's that's something that should be done. I think that the pay should be where it should be uh, in terms of fair pay, and tip would be anything on top of that. So then that way you're able to, you know, maybe not have to work an extra shift or you know, take that and put that towards something extra, whatever it might be. Um, so I don't think that uh, if, if that's their, their goal, um, I don't think that should be something that should be done. Look at these. That's a record for Lyft. I usually don't get tipped on Lyft. 
anyway, but nice. uh, if, it's, if you're doing it, Lyft, we'll talk this week. Um, nice. I'm going to... It would be nice, I mean, to confirm this. It's just awesome. Yeah. yeah. All right. Awesome. All right. Well, before we move on, hold on, give me a second. You want to win $25 of Sergio's money? Then put hashtag SMTMC into the chat uh, right I now. Let I us only know. made 150 bucks, buddy. Oh, that's okay. That we're only giving away twenty five, so it's think of it as the depreciation that you lost for not getting paid for the twenty two minutes and five point eight nine miles. Oh, that's <laughs> now you're just like salt on my wound now. <laughs> not only yep. you didn't get paid, Serge, but now you have to pay more. I'm like, okay, fine. Okay, all right. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, we we uh, we do fake names every week. Uh, actually, we do want to we we, we want to kind of do a little retraction because last week we did uh, name a name that was actually a real name and it was verified by Uber and they got hold of us and said that was a real name even though that it uh, um, you know can cause some heartache you and some name. issues. Uh, apparently, it. it is a real name that was verified by ID. So we do want to make that clarification. Um, but when it comes to other fake names, you know, Sashin talked about this a year and a half ago at this point, and yet it's still not done. Uh, the other thing too is, uh, Uber, you claimed that you were coming out with a verification badge. Where the F is that then? Is a name like Swastika, if that is actually verified and verifiable, you should have the little verified badge next to it. So that person knows, yeah, okay, there's an ID tied with that and everything's okay. Um, so. That's the issue that I have. Secondly, why haven't you done this? Why haven't you just put the IDs out there for people to to have to put an ID onto their, their account? And then that way it verifies riders. The verification is a good thing. Uh, a lot of people like being verified and things like that. You could even spin it that way. You spin how many times of, let's see, pay cuts and bullshit that <laughs> drivers have to deal with, with... Uh, sell it, basically selling uh, catch a popsicle to a woman in white gloves. Uh, you're basically doing that all the time. Do the same thing. Hey, we want to verify you. So we're going to verify your account. All you have to do is upload your ID and then you'll get a verification badge on your account. You're telling the yeah. truth. You're spinning it a great way. And guess what? Drivers are going to be happy because you're verified. You know what's going on. We don't have to see this crap again where it's, uh, hold on, let me pull this off real quick. Um, yeah, that's a I real mean, name right there. Entirely hopeless. That's not a name. That's not a name. Come on. Uh, well, big. That actually, that I was mean, my, my one of my I'm rides being... on Lyft. That was one of my rides on Lyft this week. That was that was oh, big. big. And the guy that showed up couldn't be any smaller and skinnier than big. <laughs> 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 I picked him up. It was a nice guy, whatever. But like entirely hopeless. I'm entirely anxiety ridden when I see that. So. Okay, so Chris said it, and look, um, uh, the name that we put up last week, in fact, was one of Levi's, Chris. <laughs> it was Swastika, okay? And uh, so for everybody that sits here doubtful that goes, oh, Serge, Uber, you're dreaming, they're not watching, okay? I got an, an email from Uber saying that, Sergio, uh, we hear <laughs> that you put up fake names. I go, yeah, for the last year. Uh, <laughs> Where have you been? <laughs> and I'm going to keep doing it, Uber, until this ends. And they said, in certain um, cultures and religions, swastika specifically 
<laughs> this is how close they're watching, Chris. <laughs> yeah. Specifically in Sanskrit, it means plentiful, bountiful. We have verified. It's not an easy thing to do, but that was the person's real name. I'm like Uber. Look, look the, the reality Are you is really yes. Watching me that closely before the, before the big I... war in the before that big war, um, yes, it, it had a completely different connotation than what it is. But the problem is yes. that's what it is now, and a, there's a lot of the world has a very sour taste to that because Germany fucked it up. Um, so yeah, there, that yeah, is a real problem. Actually, that kinda, you okay. know, there's oh. been a lot of bastardization of um key things when it comes to you know good luck or or you know happiness or whatever it might be when it comes to certain symbols and you know these things have been bastardized by groups uh for for many generations at this point so um right. yeah th that's a real problem well, they take something that means one thing and then they bastardize it turn it into something else so i can understand that aspect there the problem is put the little verification badge when you verify something like that verified yeah what very simple today? very easy it today? should already be done and i did send them an email back saying you know sachin was on like a year ago plus that i interviewed him he says they're gonna purge all these fake names by doing and then in their package that through four or five months ago when we announced at the la office when i met dk they said that the, the, the trips are gonna come with a check mark like a verified right i haven't mm -hmm. seen one I haven't seen one. I haven't either. Okay. Has anybody so, has like, has anybody in the chat seen a verified badge yet? I I think we showed one. I'm sure, there. Yeah, I there, think we showed one. And and, couple, and FYI, I know it. Like, in fact, you can pull it up if you want. I'm sure you saved that. The swastika on on uh, Levi's pink screen did not have a check mark. I remember it like it yesterday. However, however, lit, uh, Uber much appreciated for the correction. See. We call it the way we see it. You corrected us. We're saying it. We're taking your word. I don't know if you verified whatever. You know what I mean? But how about today's? Is there a doubt about today's fake name, Uber? Endlessly what hopeless. I'm sorry. Uh, Entirely that's not a name. Yeah, that's a, that's a real name. Yeah, that's a real name. Yeah, okay. You know, big could be whatever. Obviously not a real name, but hey, whatever. I mean, it's not Tom Hanks, oh, yeah. so... so now we're being fact-checked, Chris, by Uber. So we need to put really fake names as opposed to... Hey, hey, you know, I'm glad I'm glad to be standing corrected on that because, you know, we can just call them out a little bit more because they should have been verified with a verification badge and they should be verifying everybody. I think, I think you know, uh, we were talking earlier today and I said one bad apple screws the bunch. So, when you know, we had some jackass who decided, oh, I'm going to put a little bum in my shoe and now everybody's got to take their fucking shoes off at the airport unless you're TSA pre-screened. So you know what? Guess what, Uber? Some jackass put in a fake name. Now verify everybody. I don't care. It doesn't mean anything to me. Oh, wow. I got. I already have my ID as a driver. Do it for a freaking passenger too. How many do you think? How many passengers out of 150 million they have do you think they will lose if they force them to upload a government ID? A Honestly, million? zero. No, 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 I don't it'll think it'll be a couple of million. Anyway. I'm sure it'll be a couple of million. No, they, 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 they would not. Oh, I'm sorry. They, they lose the kids. Yeah, <laughs> they lose yeah. the team. Oh, I'm sorry. Anyway, um, but no, it, it really appreciated. In, in reality, no, they wouldn't. Look at Netflix. Netflix started charging uh, people for 
um, not being able to to uh, stream with your friends and family by sharing passwords. They did the password crackdown. And they're making more money now than they were. So don't give me that yeah. bullshit that it won't work. I, they're going to they're, my partner here. You're listening to my partner Uber, here. Uber and Lyft have been instilled in the culture. It is part of the culture now. All you have to do is say, hey, in order to continue doing this, you need to upload your ID. We need an upload. Uh, we need an ID check, whatever it is. Um, and there you go. Especially, uh, on you know what I said. I emailed them back. I said, "Listen, they know still everything about me. They know my picture, my taste, my car, my license plate, how many years of it. I know everything about the driver. I still don't know anything about the passenger. I, I mean, when is this going to change? Right? Make him upload a verified ID. Up. Oh, that was my answer to that one. <laughs> Ended that conversation." So we stand corrected. Much appreciated. Thanks for watching. <laughs> there we go. Yep. So that's that's my my little um, annoyance when it comes to that. It's like, oh well, you know, we can't. Oh, please, shut up, ass. <laughs> that's point. There All right, go. let's move on. Um, let's talk about flying cars. I I'm a fan. I'm sorry. Well, I this love is, this is you. Concept. This is your right. This I is all you right flying here. Car concept. I, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I want a freaking flying car in my Bullshit. drive. I want, I want somebody to, to bring me in uh, one of these Evtols. I want one. I want one so bad. Um, no, come to LA. Come to LA next year. I'll leave you flying one next year. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> come to, hey, you know what? We go. Why don't we do I'm not getting in any of these fucking things. Okay. So, not a chance. But. Come to LA. I'll take yep, you to we'll one of these. That. I'll drive you to one, and then you take off and go wherever. Oh yeah, you I, I want one. So I'll pay bad. for I it. I would love a nice little. I would love a nice little personal uh, flying vehicle. Um, it would be Good great. I, I love. I love flying my drone around. It's fun. It's fantastic. It's not the same thing, bro. It's not. Thing, but you know what? You're a dead man. <laughs> Well, you could say the same if you're in a car. I mean, if you're going fast enough, you're going to be a dead man too, or a bike. So this is the flip, Fred, Fred Flintstones of LA. Um, the okay, can you remove the SMTMC thing for a second? The tech company, which has raised one billion, one billion with a B in capital, claims that a flight from Santa Monica Airport for everybody who's in LA knows this to Malibu would take five minutes. And cost less for less than forty bucks cheaper than an Uber. Whoever the owner of this thing is or Lotus, you are mistaken, sir, madam, because those trips are a lot less than forty bucks these days. Maybe you're not following our frontiers. And this article was February twenty third. So the luxurious vehicles are being manufactured in Covington, Georgia. At least they're being manufactured in the U.S. Great for U.S. jobs. Archer says. A ride from Chicago O'Hare Airport would take 10 minutes and a ride from Manhattan to JFK, JFK would be made in eight. Archer has sold 200 vehicles to United Airlines. Oh my God, this is really happening. <laughs> the electric vertical takeoff and landing. It's called EV toll. So that's just for you right up your alley, Chris. It's toll. toll. Aircraft have a range of, wow, 100 miles. Uh, depends on the weight of the passenger, probably, because we, you know how those EVs go up the hill, they fucking die right away. So, uh, it, it'll, it'll than... no, actually, it, it would be a lot more. I mean, uh, temperature, uh, air pressure, uh, uh wind, there, there would be a lot of things that would factor into it. Miles is a lot, bro. 
Yeah. Uh, anyway, and they can go up to 150 miles an hour. Using that math, a trip between Santa Monica, again, this is an L.A. company, that's why they keep putting it, Santa Barbara. Okay, first of all, yeah, Santa Monica, Santa Barbara is yeah, right about right at the cusp of 100 miles. I don't think you guys will make it if you're going against the wind. <laughs> Uh, should take about a half an hour, assuming you're not stuck in traffic with the George Jetsons up there. Not a chance on this planet I will get caught in one of these. There you go. Oh, dear. I want one. I, I, I want this. Yeah. I want them on. You have kids, we, bro. You have young kids. Yeah. Can we get Archer Aviation? Can we get the uh, CEO on? They're in L.A.? I'll get on it. Get on? I'll get on it. They're in LA. Awesome. Okay. And then okay. I, I want to do, I want to be the one who does the, uh, um, the review on this. I want to so do a review a video on it. Or you want to be a flyer? You want to pilot? You want to be a passenger? I would do either or. On, <laughs> yeah. You got to get licensed. Uh, I think you do. Let's see uh flying cars well, blah, that, blah, blah, yeah blah. i mean that that's the biggest thing we got what we got to do is figure out what is going to happen with the f uh with the faa because right now um what these companies are saying is not what the faa <laughs> is going to say the faa is going to be the judge jury and executioner when it comes to these yeah. like if you have a drone if you're doing it commercially you have to be part 107 yeah, um, certified which that's what i am um, so you get, you, you got to take your test. You got to do all this stuff. Um, <laughs> when it comes to actually flying, uh, it's, it's a little bit different too. So like you have to take more tests and you have to do more certification process. You have to have so many hours, you have to do this, that, and the other thing. Um, and, um, yeah, I'd be uh, really interested because the biggest <laughs> thing is a lot of people have to understand how airspace is set up. Like, it's not like, Oh, I look up and there's the okay. air. No, like if you Oh, there goes Chris again. Um, yeah, he needs to get rid of a background check, but we're at the end. Yep, Chris, Chris Jetson, Jane, his wife. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so, uh, yeah, you guys will be caught in one of these or what? i definitely not getting. Actually, two weeks ago, I was in a Waymo before they shut him down in uh, L.A. I took a Waymo trip of like 12 minutes. Man, F this stupid program. Yeah, they don't know. You know, you. I took my, uh, um, what do you call that, green screen off in the background. And it's not doing it. See, I'm good. I don't because have a green screen on. It, no? Yeah, you do. No. No? no. Okay. You got to take the virtual background off altogether. The virtual uh, background it, is not on. This is, I, I shoot from OBS. So I my don't OBS know what it is, is but it's bothering you because it's Google says Google knows about it and they're working to fix it. So Google, fix it. Uh, anyway, so Chris, come to LA, buddy. I will happily put you in one of these things. Okay. <laughs> I will happily go in one. I want to own good. one, actually. Good, 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 good. <laughs> And they're vertical so, uh, I mean, like this. They're landing on like like a hover. Or what do you what do you call those? Vertical landing, right? That kind of thing. Yeah, it's it just takes off straight. Um, hey, Anthony, thank you, thank you, much appreciate Anthony, it. Appreciate All right, that. Um, how are you, buddy? Um, so next one, what do we have? We have anything left? Do we get to say uh, thanks, Stephen? Stephen, thank, thank you. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you. Do we have any other subjects left? Oh, we got to yeah. give the money away. Hold on, money, money. Hold no, on. we we got a couple. We got a couple of things more. What are you, what are you, you talking do? about? I forgot. Uh, yeah, uh, Chrome, Chrome does suck. Um, I Chrome my brain. What did out. I say about the FAA? Um, I don't remember. I got pissed off and I was a meth and he said <laughs> FAA, FAA sucks. He doesn't like the government. No. <laughs> um, 
I got an email from somebody, so I probably got it from you. Um, I'm not sitting on my gear shift, no. <laughs> Carrie, um, but, a question, Carrie. Come on now. All right, so so before we're, we're doing intro topic right now, uh, we have another topic that we're going to be a couple more things actually, but we have an intro topic. So, um, you know, th- this was absolutely wild. This this bewilders me. And if this happens to anybody else out there, please let me know because I was bewildered when this happened. So on uh, yesterday. I, t- I text you at what, like, it was probably 7.30 your time or something. I don't know. Um, it was like 10.30 in the morning. I'm like, okay, let's go out. Uh, so I go, I'm like, I, I go uh, open up the Uber app. Ah, uh, you can't go on. <laughs> what the fuck? So I, I, and they're like, oh, you got to do your, your annual background check. I'm like, okay, whatever, fine. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll go on Lyft and do that. <laughs> Lyft, I open up the Lyft pl- app. Same goddamn thing. It didn't have that on Sunday. But it sure had them on both apps, both Uber and Lyft, right Monday morning yesterday. Maybe they're like what the, the same f- company now. <laughs> I, I, you know, uh, I've seen that. I've seen many people say that in the comments. I've seen that. Uh, <laughs> I, I, honestly, I, I'm 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 starting to convert to that. I'm starting to convert no, but to you. You know, they're using theory. a second. They're using is somebody else other than Checker now, and that. You know, I've heard that no, both, when a driver gets deactivated on one platform, they're automatically getting deactivated off the other platform too now. So, I don't know. no, mine was uh, mine was both from Checker. Um, okay. The good news oh. was for for Uber, it took me 15 minutes until it was back on, and That's then good. Um, yeah, it was real 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 fast. And then uh, Lyft was a couple hours, but uh, good. Uh, yeah, some drivers and, are waiting like weeks. Yeah. Anybody yeah. else have that issue? You you, you want to sign on both platforms and all of a sudden they're like, oh, guess what? Sorry. No, I haven't. Actually, um, I didn't. The, the wild thing is when I signed up, I signed up in. I think it was Mart. Actually, you know what? I can look in the app. Yeah, he texted me. He goes, they booted me off, Serge. I go, what do you mean? They you off. <laughs> like, what the f- like, how does that even happen? I'm like, what? They deactivated you? That would be great. That would be a great show if they deactivated you. <laughs> Yeah, right. Like, what the hell? Um, hold on. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Uber. Go ahead. I'm just looking forward to that day. Oh, it doesn't even show. Um, <laughs> so I, I forget exactly when I signed up. I think it was, I think it was like July of 2016 when I signed up for um, Uber, and then it was like June of 2017 for Lyft. Yeah, they're still using Checker. Which is a pain yeah. in the ass, but I mean, honestly, it, it went really fast. To be honest, yeah. like fifteen minutes and two hours, so it really wasn't too bad. It just sucked because I'm like, oh, I want to go out, and then I'm like, oh, now I can't go out. So, <laughs> uh, well, you know, fifteen minutes is nothing, bro. There are, there, I, I'm getting yeah. emails from drivers saying that oh, I've been waiting for like two months. I'm like, well, talk to Larry. <laughs> yeah, but, at that point, um, absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, all right. So, all right. We got a little bit more to cover. Uh, we got a couple more things that we're going to be talking about. Uh, next, would you like if your prices of your products were the same as dynamic pricing when it came to surge pricing for Uber and Lyft? <laughs> like, would would you uh, like no. if you no. switched? So if you go to buy something and you're like, oh, it cost me $25, but you go to buy it and it's like, oh, I'm sorry, there's a high demand for it. So uh, it's going to cost you three times now. It's going to cost you $75 for the same exact thing. What would you think? <laughs> right there. <laughs> James, tell you're right. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking yeah. right there. Wendy's. 
Wendy's, you dumb motherfuckers. I'm sorry. Oh, we got it's, monetized. I, we got demonetized. Oh, I my God. I love Wendy's. <laughs> I love Wendy's. I go, I, 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 you know, my wife works across the street from Wendy's, and I, I, every time I go, oh, if I drop dude. her off or pick her up, um, I, I'm like, oh, Wendy's. Ooh, I want oh. some Wendy's. I love oh. my Wendy's. I like Five Guys better. But I'm going to tell you right now, Wendy's, I already put this on, on X, too. I say, Wendy's, if you pull this shit, there is no effing way I am going to go to your restaurant ever again. And I spent a pretty good penny at, at your place. I do like my Wendy's. So guess what? Wendy's, I am no longer going to go to your business. I don't care if you're going to do this in 2025 or whatever. Ain't going to effing happen. I'm done. Boycott. The boycott is on. Uh, what? No, I I love it. I I I saw this and uh, <laughs> I te- I I texted it to you, and he goes, "What the f?" <laughs> um, can you? Okay, okay, but then you know what? I calmed down. You know, after I thought about it, because I like you know what I like. I like Wendy's chili and the frosty. I don't like anything else, and the fries are decent. But anyway, that's not the point. The point is, what is next? dynamic look airlines are doing it anyway you know and the demand is high the tickets go up through the roof whatever shit insurance right car insurance all over the they place you appreciate thanks Good job. so the uberization is it necessary the uberization of hamburgers chris <laughs> no it's because not. i'm like okay imagine this right but then calmer cooler heads prevailed and i kept thinking about it i'm going like it's brilliant <laughs> You know why? No, Remember? you know why I'm... it's not? Because people they're they're bud lighting themselves. That's what they're going to do. Because I can go to I mean, literally within a stone's throw, I can go to 15 different burger joints. I can go to McDonald's, I can go to Burger King, I can go to Five Guys, I can go to Checkers, I can yeah. go uh, to Chick-fil-A if I want chicken. I can go to so many different fast food pl- joints that if you're going to pull this. Guess what? I don't care. So if you want to bud light yourself, go ahead. You're going to no, lose all the business that you had. Now, now, calm down, calm down. But <laughs> think about this, okay? Remember our boiling the frog slowly. You're right. Two billion trips times twenty cents. Remember that, right? Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, you won't even feel it. <laughs> they're going to slip that twenty cents or a quarter on you on that burger when you're buying. Plus, you know what? They're never, when they're going to do this. When there is one Wendy's open in the whole town, okay, and all the munchies are coming to eat, you know what I mean? <laughs> that burger is going to go through the roof, okay, buddy? And in general, lunchtime, if they slip at 20 cents, you won't even feel it. But multiply that times 10 million burgers a day. You mean? Brilliant, Wendy's. You're sucked. Don't do it. <laughs> no. Because if that opens the door, that opens the door for other companies to start raising products on things uh, at at time of demand. So, no, I think something like this should be completely um, ripped apart from the get go. I've already seen people like on X calling them out quite a bit. Um, You know, my Facebook is the same exact thing saying, oh, well, I guess I'm going to go to Arby's now instead or, you know, whatever it might be. So this is this is where I'm going to call uh, an absolute boycott on Wendy's, and hopefully we can Bud Light their ass thirty percent year over year uh, downgrade. 
Um, so that's what I'm calling for. I want a 30% uh, drop in Wendy's sales. So please stand firm uh, when it no, comes but, to but, boycotting but, Wendy's and yeah, saying, but, but hold on. It's dynamic this, pricing. Uh, we're never going there again. What if the burger goes under the normal price that they sell for because to create demand? Uh, that they're not going to do that. Does that happen on Uber and Lyft? No. They just continue that's to raise prices, period. They they continue to raise the flat rate price. That's so hilarious. don't give me that. All right. I'm I'm and I'm it's, with uh, you. Know, it's already uh, no dynamic you know pricing other than right share. <laughs> you know how much it costs for me to get my Dave's double large? A lot. It's like three dollars more than what it was a couple like two years ago. Inflation, inflation is here. Um, yeah. yeah. So no dynamic pricing in burgers. I put my foot down on that as well. Okay. Whoever the CEO is, who is the CEO of this freaking company? <laughs> it's not I don't know. definitely not Dave anymore. <laughs> so, no, I think it's CEO Wendy's. right here. Kirk Tanner. Kirk. Um, I know we're not a burger channel, but if you're gonna send us a few burgers and come on, we interview you. Um, he thought it was a brilliant idea, and I'm going like, "Yep, that actually this got more. I saw this more on X than anything else yesterday." <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> they because they got PR out of it, you know. I don't, you know. I, hey, I don't care. Carl's Carl's Jr. or, or uh, what's the, what's their sister company? Um, oh my god, I can't even think of it. Burger now. King, Carl's Jr., all these, all oh, the no, AI no. well, Carl's and. Uh, we don't because Carl's is West Coast and then East Coast is um oh my uh, god I can't even think of it now but we don't we don't have it in our area like the closest one is like the other side of Hardee's. Pennsylvania. There you go. Carrie B is on it. Hardy's, that's it. Thanks. Yeah, Hardy's. Hey, I, I like Hardy's. Are you new here, Carrie B? You're useful. You should email me. Sergio at the right <laughs> She's probably an AI bot. Uh, but anyway, no, um, I've, I've seen Carrie a couple of times. So okay, so. Um, so you are against it. I'm against it as well. I'm joining my partner in solidarity here. Bullshit. Yep. No dynamic pricing on hamburgers. Done. Denied. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. Let's move on. Let's talk about um, quickly. Actually, we're yep. we're hitting the hour mark. Um, uh, okay. Um, I am still getting these FODs. I started collecting these about two and a half months ago. Do you see these guys? You get this in your app. You guys quit on me slowing down. Please, every two weeks, please send me these. As soon as you get it in your Uber app, I have created this massive database. I'm up to, I think, 90 CDs, Chris. <laughs> Hello, Uber. You're watching this too, right? Okay. Is that why you changed your quest, by the way? Is that what's happening here? You just screw my numbers all up? I'll do another spreadsheet. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'll just, it's okay. We'll do work. <laughs> but please send me that. Please. When you get it in your app, boom, Sergio at the rightshareguy.com. Send it. It goes on my spreadsheet. Worst market in the country right now is Austin, Texas. Between 10 p.m. and 5 a.m., it's 18 bucks an hour, Chris. Gross. Jeez. Uh, yeah. Wow. Best market, Boston, as usual. Okay. I'm going to be in Oakland and San Francisco on March 13th and March 14th. This event is on March 13th in Oakland, New Parkway Theater. Supposed to be a great event. I know it's gonna be a great event. Um, moderated by Levy, who's a good friend um, uh, from Market Watch. Now she's with Cal Matters. 
I'm going to be on the panel. Alan Narcisse, who used to be at Uber and Lyft, is going to be on the panel. And Shelly Shelley Stewart is going to be on the panel. The headline is, is there any such thing as a good gig economy job? After I did a video yesterday, is it time to quit rideshare? I'm not sure. You guys got an RSVP, okay? There is the code for it. Is it in the show notes, the link? No, you didn't give me the okay. link. We'll put we'll put it in the show notes. Please register if you're in the Bay Area, San Francisco, Oakland. After the event, you can come to the event. It's all free. You can come to the event, and I'll do a shout out to my brothers and sisters on wheels. I want to sell this thing out. There is room for like 130 people. I want nothing but drivers. I don't want anybody else's people there. Show up after the event. There is a. I'm going to create a meet and greet out of this event. I'll hang out with you guys as long as you want. You want to take pictures, shoot the shit. The best thing is. There's free food and free alcohol. You can't say no to that. All you have to do is find parking and come say hello. So I'm going to be there. I'll see you guys there. Let's sell this thing out. Let's sell this bitch out. There you go. Yep. And for yep. anybody who's in the Chicago land area, if you want to meet up in Chicago, I'm going to be there yep. this weekend. Um, date and time is still to be announced, uh, but email me, Chris at the rideshareguy.com. Uh, again, Chris at the rideshareguy.com, and we can meet up in Chicago. Um, and, uh, let's, uh, get give away some Sturgeo's money right now. Get an, yeah. What's up? We should, get, we should get an RV and do like a tour of show me the money. That'd be cool. Yeah. I don't cool. think, uh, Harry? Harry will pay for that, but we, that'd why, be cool. Why, oh, no, we're, we're moving, bro. Come on now. Come on. Uber is watching. Lyft is watching. We have more viewers than ever. Subs are hitting through the roof. Hey man, Harry, open the purses, Harry. Let's go. Uh, okay, there's my money, 25 bucks. Be gentle. Here's a warning. You guys win. You better email me. 24-hour limit. If you don't email me within 24 hours, no money. No oh, honey. Nathaniel, congrats. Nathaniel, I know he will email me. Didn't he win before? Uh, if he did, it would have been like a long, probably about a year ago before or whenever Nathaniel? we started. No, 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 no. Nathaniel, <laughs> well, I know who you are. So he was on behind the wheel and all that good stuff. Email me, Nathaniel. Yep. 24 hours you have right. from now. 5.08 to 5.08 tomorrow. Or whatever. It is. Congrats, right. Nathaniel. All right. Uh, that was a great show. Thank you, Levi, for coming on and uh, sharing that info. Also, again, don't forget, sign up for the newsletter. Link is going to be in the description below. Um, Crossfire will be coming out. There is a members-only Crossfire Thursday? topic. So you got to be a member in order to be able to participate or to at least see that. That was going to stay. Um, so there's going to be some membership okay. perks that are just members only. We also have on Thursday, this Thursday, the 29th at 2 p.m. Eastern, uh, 11 a.m. Uh, Pacific is going to be the Show Me the Money Club live members only. Um, so you got to be a member in order to do that. Uh, and yeah, we're going to be having a little off the cuff conversation, as you could probably see already. Um, so we're going to do that. Um, My email, and, Sergio at the rideshareguy.com. Send me those screenshots from the app, the earnings. You guys are slacking off. Initially, I had like hundreds, and I'm like, wonderful. Every day, I was just doing my spreadsheet. Now, there's maybe 10, 15 people doing it. I need new cities. I want to keep growing that spreadsheet. I want to keep growing that database. So the second you see it in your app, you're usually going to see it Monday through Friday or Friday through Sunday, you know, those driving hours, whatever. Just send it to me. Take a screenshot, sergioterrestrialguy.com. Nathaniel said he's going to donate it. You get the money first. You do whatever you want with it. Uh, but if you do donate it, let us Raphael, know where you donated it. Remember, 
Thank you, Rafael. Um, there was one other thing. Yeah, next week we have no guests. What's next week? Fifth. Yeah, you know no what? We're, we're gonna have audience we're gonna open the damn thing up and bring you all on. <laughs> yeah. And uh it, hey, Sergio, you know, this yeah. was 96. We got four more until our hundredth, and then we got four more after that until our two year. So two next, years to do on this. Next two months is gonna be fun. Yeah. We need to start planning, so bro. Got, what are we doing for yeah, the hundred? What are we doing for the two year? We gotta start planning. Well, uh, okay, you yeah, know what? We'll, we'll hey, this is what you guys uh, should do. How about you email me, Sergio at the right what we should do for our hundredth episode and what we should do for our two year anniversary? We're talking consecutive episodes, people. We're Iron Man here, okay? We're working <laughs> for you people here. So, um, yeah, let me know what you guys think. Um, so, All right. and again, for anybody who's in the Chicago area, if you want to get hold, uh, let me know, shoot me an email, Chris at the right guy.com, and we will uh, be able to um, try to figure out a date and a time to meet up. Uh, I'll be there this weekend so we can meet up and uh, enjoy. Sorry. All right. Look at this knucklehead. As look at the way. Yeah, to ah, us. Wait, you guys are going to buy wait, Tesla? us. Yes. All right. Thank I'll you. Take a Tesla. Much appreciated, James. Thanks, James. Are you He's giving us two Teslas. Tesla? I like it. You take a free Tesla. Which? Oh yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. Bring it on, James. Much appreciated. <laughs> Do the show from Wendy's. Ha ha. You're funny. Oh my God! What a great freaking. Okay, email me these ideas, please. We will do one. <laughs> we will go. Actually, we'll put it up to vote. Like we'll, we'll, we'll. I think it'll be great. So, hundredth episode in four weeks. Send me the emails with ideas. Don't do anything crazy. Like, put a stripping pole behind you or something. Nothing stupid. Okay, <laughs> something reasonable, people. So there you go. Something that won't get a, get us kicked off of YouTube <laughs> <laughs> altogether. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. All right, much love. Be <laughs> safe. Thumbs up. It's free. Free. Thumbs up. <laughs> next week. We'll see you guys next week. All right. All right. Have a good one. Be safe.